All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Spare Note series with myself and Mr. William Cooper. We are live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios just outside of Austin, Massachusetts. William Cooper live from Indian Trail, North Carolina on the Red Stage. William Cooper, how are you? Yep. Uh, how's it going, Matt? Uh, great to be aboard again tonight um, as we go through our spare notes for the past couple of weeks. So right off the bat, I have a couple of things I need to get right into. It's been okay. Su- it's just it's, been, it's just been such a busy it's been a busy time here. Now my phone is not letting me respond to Jay Davis's comment in the thing. It's frozen. All right, I think it just sent. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I know. It's just so much going on. <laughs> well, no, Jay's like, do I turn off Sinatra or do I watch Spare Notes? I'm like, Jay, come on. You know the right answer. <laughs> well, it's Sinatra. It's, this is Sinatra, though. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll give Jay a pass on that, you know. But uh, He wasn't around well, long enough to shake Sinatra's hand. It's okay. It's Sinatra, though. It's, uh, <laughs> he's royalty. I kind of get it. You, you know, <laughs> since this came up, this was not on the agenda. But, because, but we're already here. So I, so I was talking. I was at work. And from time to time, um, in my line of work, you know, it's, you know, guys listen to the radio from time to time. I try not to make it a habit. I do it once in a while. Friday afternoon, I'm in a good mood. I'm by myself. Um, but I, I happen to have my music on while I was I was doing some work. And the, the discussion came up about Sinatra or whatever. And I asked them if they like Sinatra. And it's like, oh, you know, I, I not really, but I like that one song. And I go, if you're going to say my way. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, the, the, here's my thing. People get so wrapped up with, like, My Way. And it's like, I love that song. I told Nicole if I die tomorrow at my funeral, that's the, I want them to carry my casket out to that song. That's the way. But other than that, he had other songs. You know what I mean? A lot of them. But everyone's always oh, like, he, oh, uh, My Way. And it's like, oh, okay, you, you had, he had other hits, you know? But, <laughs> you know, we do, Dave Burke and I, we do Primetime Jukebox, and, and we do a dedication show for people who pass away where people are sending dedications. Every year, My Way is picked by someone, though. It's, it, it is amazing how it's always picked. Uh, but it's we also did a, do a, yep. Yeah, <laughs> and we did do a Frank Sinatra song, uh, it's not, in fact, Frank Sinatra show last year. Um, and there is a lot of music he's got, so there's no question. Uh, there's there's some real depth in that portfolio. Um, so uh, I mean, High Hopes is my song. That's the one I really like. That's a good one. That's so, it, it's it, yeah, yep. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, guys, I, I am watching the comments. I'm gonna throw some of these up here. What's up, Jeff? Jeff is with us tonight. Uh, Jay Davis decided um, I chose you. Right here. Here it is. But <laughs> Thanks, I chose Jay. you. Okay. Well, thank you. You know, I, we appreciate that. Uh, Not before he threw this sweet one in there. A lady doesn't leave her escort. It isn't fair. It <laughs> isn't nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jay was in Charlotte about, like, last week before he went on vacation, and we hung out. We had, like, a uh, past midnight smoke outside his hotel. It was awesome. Like, we were smoking, I think, till almost 3 in the morning. I saw that. I saw that. I was, was jealous. A lot, lot of fun. A lot of fun we had with that, yeah. I was jealous. I'm like, wow, that's, oh, that's yeah. definitely a... It got cold. It got cold fast, though, let me tell you. Oh, I'm sure it even, did. Even I got cold out there, yeah. Uh, Jay, Jay throws this one in here. My way isn't even top 30 Sinatra. Jay's hardcore. Yeah, he, he is hardcore. He made a I, comment I like today. my way. Uh, I do like my way, though. It's like, can... I have it on 45. I have an original 45. There you go. The one thing I don't think anybody knows is I, I collect a lot of music. 
I haven't been as active in that the last couple of years just because cigars have really taken the forefront of my life. But right. for a lot of my life, you know, growing up when I was in school and whatever, like I was always buying records and collecting records and not just like the new press, like all the hipsters do like, oh, I'm getting like, you know, a new band. No, like I get I, I look for old stuff. Um, yeah. And I have one of my favorites is I have an original 45 of my way. And um, I love it. And it's good. It, that was, you know, that was one of my first, you know, big favorite songs of Sinatra's, you know, when I went through my Sinatra phase, but, um, and I have it, but, you know, I moved on to others and then, yep. Um, you know, but it, I just, I just, I do love that stuff too. And, and I, and you do jukebox and I know you're into music too. And I don't think we've ever talked about that, but, um, yeah. that is a little, uh, if you didn't Donna know Blair. about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it was interesting because, uh, you know, you know, I'm all, Let's face it, Scar Media is all about free samples, right? Oh, absolutely. That's why we're here. Well, well, you know, <laughs> I've talked a lot about my dad. My dad um, owned a limo company, and he had a contract with CBS Records. Yeah. Um, so there was a concept of free demos. Oh, yeah. So you okay. get demo, you get the demo records, right? Uh, which they were exactly, most of the time they were exactly the same, except they were stamped. They had a stamp on the uh, al- album jacket that said for demo only. Uh, and... I didn't have to pay, and even like I didn't have to pay for most music because even for non-CBS stuff, I was able to get. He was able to get my hands on. They would just give this these demos away to everybody uh, who they were associated with. So uh, there was like a time where I never had to buy music, and then the CBS contract got canceled, and suddenly yeah. I had to uh, discover the record store. So uh, and that's when CDs started coming. So it was kind of good timing at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Like I see, like I really appreciate that story. I I, yeah. think I find that really cool. That's awesome. No, it um, was you know my dad never appreciated all like the people he met in the music business until he was in his sixties though. I was telling people, uh, and that was a fun part of you know hearing those stories growing up and obviously when he was older. Yeah, you know it, it gave you something to, um, kind of like reflect on too. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, when you know when the time came yeah. to really look look back and review. Yeah. Um, but but you know what sucked about the demo albums. Like, you couldn't really, like, give them to your friends, right? Because they had that stamp on it. Like, what's this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't pay for this. <laughs> you didn't pay for this. You gifted this to me. <laughs> so. um, I got Nicole over here texting me. Oh, it's unrelated. Um, so, uh, I, I have a couple other things I wanted to get into at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. um, including my adventures of today. Um... But first, I need to address something. Tonight, as much as we love Drew Estate, and they are here for the Spare Note series, there's another brand that's going to get a little highlight tonight. Um, because I have been a bad friend to Jonathan M. Carney, who I love so much. And my LFD consumption has been down. And I told him to watch tonight because I'm going to give him the LFD. This is going to be the LFD show, at least for me. You know, I have a nice selection of LFD in front of me. You can't see it, but I'm going to ask Coop what he thinks I should smoke. Okay. Um, I have my LFD shirt on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about John. I'm going to talk about how much I love him. I'm going to talk about how I think he's one of the best vice presidents in the cigar business. Um, I'm going to do a lot of ass kissing tonight because I I should because I've been bad. Uh, and La Flor Dominicana needs some love. So it's the La Flor Dominicana love show. Um, in front of me is uh, an interesting selection. I have a 
formerly known as M. Airbender Chisel. Um, I have a Lavalcata. I have a Chisel Natural. I have, um, let me see, I have a Lajero, I have an, uh, an L400. I have a, oh, hold on, I'm trying to roll these other way. And then I have one Natural, one Maduro, the TAA, the Gold, the 50, and this year, the Oro. One natural, one Maduro. And I don't know which one to, to start with. I mean, there's a lot of decent choices here. And I even have more in my LFT. I have crazy LFT stash, but this is just what I could grab quickly because I was running a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. I had the natural TAA a few days ago. I It was on social media. I, I posted it. There's Nicole. She's in the broadcast. Um, no, like on the comments. Don't worry. Um, I had the natural the other day, and it was fantastic. I was just like in the zone. I smoked it nice and slow. I really, I took that time. I, it was fantastic. So I have another natural, but I also have a Maduro. Um, I haven't had the Maduro, but I've been told that the, the Maduro is pretty strong. Um, any of those, what would you go with first? Why don't you go with the Maduro, the Oro Maduro? I like that Oro Maduro blend. It's, it is strong. It's not going to knock you down. Well, I just had a, a I, I have a belly full of steak tonight. Yeah, so, um, I, I really like that. Well, I, I mean, the Oro blend is really good. I, yes, it, it is. The natural is good. Actually, I need to go back. I don't really have a belly full of steak, and I'm going to explain that in a minute as I light the cigar. Uh, this is where the entertainment portion of the show um, begins. Uh, now, Coop, I know you haven't been to this establishment, but this is going to sound very much like you remember the anniversary show last year? When, when Matt Booth was on with us and we had to hear all about Soup Plantation. Yeah, he and, and he was surprised I knew what it was. It's not going to be like that. It's not really right. a smear campaign. I would return to this restaurant, but what I'm going to tell you is it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Um, so Nicole and I recently, like an hour ago, we just got home, um, we were at Fogo de Chao. Some of you probably have heard of it. It's a Brazilian steakhouse, uh, which, and if you don't know what that necessarily means it's where they come around with the meat and they shave it off for you and you know you get different cuts of different stuff they bring it right to you it's, it's supposed to be all you can eat it's bullshit because technically it is but the way they do it you'll never eat enough to really make it worth it so it's 60 dollars per person and they start out by bringing you like this giant pile of cheesy bread, which are like mini popovers. But instead of having the middle hollowed out, it's all cheese. And they're great. But that's how they get you stuffed before you even get any of the food. They already bring over the mashed potatoes, the fried bananas, and the polenta. And you're like, okay. And then they tell you, okay, you can go up to the little the, the bar there that has the cheese and the meat. And then there's like vegetables and there's like little like tomato mozzarella caprizis and... Um, like roasted garlic, and you go, oh, you can go up there and get whatever you want. It's like a little like buffet island. And then the serving, when they go around, begins. Now, let me tell you something. We wanted to do steak tonight. We had another place in mind, but something happened, and like 
I guess they didn't have a reservation. I don't know. We ended up canceling that, and then Nicole's like, oh, we can get to Fogo de Chao. They have something open in 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, all right, we'll go there. We've been wanting to try it. So, you know, we get in, we all said, we went there for steak, not chicken. We're chickened out. And so they start over, the, the first one that comes over, and they go, oh, filet. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I get, like, this one little slice of filet. Nicole gets a little slice of filet. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. All right, we're starting off to a good start. And the guy, do you have top sirloin? Oh, yeah, sure. Take some top sirloin. One little slice comes over. Next guy comes over, and it was another kind of sirloin. I forget what it was. It was more like a roast sirloin. I'm like, sure, I'll take a little slice of that, too. Now the steak is gone. For the next 10 minutes, no one comes around. And then we get chicken thigh and then chicken leg. And then and we were like, no, we don't want chicken. And then, you know, another 10 minutes goes by and the sausage comes out. And I'm like, well, if I wanted sausage, I would have went to a game. Um, and then the lamb comes out. And I'm like, well, I eat lamb, so I, I piece of lamb. And then by this time, it's been like a good 25 minutes since we had steak come around. And so then the steak starts to come around again. And it's better steak than the first time. But here's the problem. You ate three little pieces of steak. And in the meantime, you've been waiting for more steak. And you ate all the mashed potatoes and the polenta and the cheesy bread on the table. That by the time the second round of the steak comes around, and it's good steak, too. It's bacon-wrapped steak. Then the guy's like, I got garlic steak. And I got I got uh, flank steak. And I'm like, oh, this is, I'm full now. And I ate three little pieces of steak and a bunch of mashed potatoes. And it was 60 bucks. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and it's like yep. I get it it's a cool concept but it's bullshit they, they, they wear you down so you get too full so you can't eat a lot of steak right <laughs> do they have the card the red and the green yeah like we, yeah. yeah and you flip it and we yeah. flipped it over to red like we were done and they still kept bringing chicken over like no we're done with yeah, the chicken yeah that's what I was gonna say they never uh, paid like I haven't been to Poco the Chow but I've been to other ones like that uh, yeah you have to there's definitely a strategy um Definitely, first of all, I've learned that too is is hold out for the red meats. Uh, the second <laughs> thing is, the the salad bar or the is very good at some of these places. I haven't been the one at Fogo de Chao. It was nice. But it, it some of them were really like spectacular. Yeah. But what I would say is, uh, that's gonna kill your experience. That's how they get you. So, that's how they get you. Yeah. Because it's all vegetables. It's all cheap stuff, and they're hoping like, oh, well, I'll go back up to the salad bar again and eat all the cheap vegetables. And then when the second round of the red meat comes around, oh, I'm too full. Uh, they oh already yeah, got you full. for the 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think we have to get Carney, like, to kind of uh, go with us. I guarantee he's got, like, a game plan that, that is probably very well executable. You know what? You just said it. Carney, absolutely. And, again, we're on theme. La Flo Dominicana. We're talking about John Carney. Yeah. Um, ab- I see what you did there. That was fucking nice, Coop. I know you're not stupid. You are a bright man. Um, you know, you, you're you a thinker. You know, that's what they say. But well, um, <laughs> I want to eat with Carney in Vegas, too. I mean, so. <laughs> Have you ever eaten with Carney ever? Yes. He took us out, like, uh, a few. He took Bear and I in a group out to dinner uh, a few years ago, and it was him ordering for everybody. And we about right. had no problem with that. Uh, we went to I can't remember the name of the place, uh, but it was Star at the Meats? Hard Rock Cafe. There was a steakhouse at the Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Casino. Hotel. Ho- yeah, yeah, the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, yeah, the Hard Rock Casino. Yes. Is that the only time you've ever eaten with Carney? Um, no, I ate with him at a wedding, but obviously he didn't. He, he, he was he was involved with that too. Yeah. And there's actually a funny story I could tell with that. Uh, with tomahawks, he brought tomahawks and cooked them up at the uh, rehearsal dinner. 
And then, of course, the uh, La Florida Americana experience down at Pro Cigar. Okay. But in terms of going to a restaurant, you've only done that one time. Yes. In like a restaurant you went one and time. Like you pay. Okay. So yeah. it's kind of like and a he, do, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So it is. Oh, 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 yeah. He's an expert. And you're full. And you're full. So that's all, you know, but I put he, it in his hands. But going to a restaurant with Carney, like, it's like a cigar review. You have to do it at least three times before you give it a rating. Because to get the full experience, and, and, if, and if anyone hasn't ever eaten with Carney, it is an experience. It doesn't matter. You could go to McDonald's. I'm, I'm, I'm not even like, you could go to McDonald's for the, to get a McFlurry. It will be an experience if you go with him. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be you could go for fish, you could go for steak, you could go to. Can you go to that chicken place? That chicken chain we went to we went to Popeyes with him. <laughs> I've 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 have done fast food with Carney. I went to a Popeyes drive-through in the middle of Florida with him, and it was an experience. And like we got three bags full of food, and it was and and he made sure that we had like. It was just so, it's so it's it, it's it's hard to it's hard to explain. Yeah. But it is an experience. It, it's and an experience. It, it, you'll never forget it. <laughs> and and that's why, like, look, I am going to be going on the La Florida Minicana tour as many times as I can in the future. Because that 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 spread that him and Lido put on was an absolute uh, – it was now pick your Carney, now pick your Lido, and those two minds coming together to basically uh, deliver a gourmet feast uh, for the ages. So I'm gonna do one more thing here. Oh yeah, I mean you'll never be hungry if if they're if he's cooking or if you're doing that, uh, and I haven't been to that yet, but you'll never be hungry. Like you will, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. When you, whenever you eat with Carney, you'll never yeah. be hungry after. You'll be like, Ugh, I ate so much. You heard about the you, you heard the whole tomahawk steak story, right? At this wedding we were at, right? I don't think I heard that story. Okay, so Lisa, my my, my wife and I, Lisa and I. Don't mind uh, me. Went to a, we went to a wedding, uh, and John was in Alabama for uh, this guy Reagan, who we both know uh, as a retailer. And John was there, right? Um, and we got it. We were very nice. They were very nice. They knew we were out of town. They invited us to the rehearsal dinner, right, with the bridal party, right? Yeah. Except the problem is it was on a Friday. Now, why it's a problem is um, we, me and my wife, we do practice uh, no meat on Fridays during Lent. Right. Okay, yeah, 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 that's right. I forgot. Yep. So, you know, we're going to be good, good citizens. And my wife's actually a Catholic theology major. So, you know, she's watching over me a little. Uh, but I said, hey, so she's like, well, well, let's just go, right? I'm sure to have like salad and something like that, right? So we go there, and Carney walks in with these salt blocks and these giant tomahawk chops, right? And he's like, look what I got for everybody, right? And he's going to cook these things, right? So I look at Lisa and I say, hey, don't worry about it. It's for the bridal party, right? We'll just kind of go off in the corner, right? And, um, you know, we don't want to offend anybody, right? So what do we do? We go off in the corner, right? Carney comes out with the steaks, right, all cooked on the salt blocks. And who do you think the first person he goes, here, try this? Me. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I look at my wife and I'm like, and I just ate it right you're like my and, hands uh, are tied but, and she and, and, like, and after she looked at me she's like well you're not gonna get a hell of that i mean it was not like you know i said what was i gonna do well carney didn't know that whole story until um after the wedding I, he was on the show and i told him and he's like he's like wow because he you guys did look uncomfortable there like like 
And I was like, yeah, we were trying everything possible to avoid. And that's why I only had that little morsel of the steak I had. Uh, I said it was killing me, trust me, not to eat those steaks. I don't mean to, like, do this. And it's not – I'm texting Carney. So I'm like, hey, where are you? And he goes, hey, I just got back from date night. So did I. There we go. I get it. Yeah, it's, yeah, Saturday it's Saturday night is date night. Um, I don't have date nights anymore. He sends me nine photos. What do you think he sent me photos of? Him smoking. No. He sent me nine photos of the magical dishes that he consumed on date night. Well, how can I? Yeah, that would that would be the obvious. Come, Come on, on, Coop. Come <laughs> on. Date night. Yeah. I'm gonna. I don't do I'm date gonna, nights anymore. So. I'm gonna see if I can. I I I have to have a chat with your wife and be like. You gotta tell Coop. Just because you're older doesn't mean you, you gotta tell him. Like, hey, William, you need to take me on date night. You never. I'm gonna to tell you. Night. He's gonna say like he's like, <laughs> like me. Uh, All right. So here we go. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to hold these up. Ooh, the camera's actually gonna work in my favor. All right. So th these like are the photos. Like a green ball or something. It's some kind of dessert, and I'm sure that he's gonna be in the comment section soon. So I'm sure he'll explain. It's this way, other way, all right. And then we have. It looks like some kind of. It's it's like a, looks like a fillet wrapped in bacon on top of like a either a polenta pu puree or like a mashed potato, with like a pickled onion, on oh, top wow. as a garnish. Right. Very fancy. Nice. Very fancy. Um, keep going. He's got some sort of fried. Something here. I don't know what that is, but it 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 looks fancy. Something fried and it looks fancy. I don't know. I'm trying to hold wow. it to the camera. I don't like know what it is. French fry, yeah. You, you just keep going, and then I don't know what the hell this is. Um, I don't know what that is, but it's some kind of like fried something, maybe cauliflower. I don't know. Well, his um, wife is vegan, right? She is. Yeah. This looks like and a look, beet don't, salad. Don't let John Carney and vegans scare you. John Carney could probably come up with vegan stuff that would. Uh, that would that would amaze everybody. I wouldn't even hold that. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Who who, Boofy and Carney at a vegan restaurant? I can't even imagine. Uh, Mitchell. All right. So we have a. We have a a story. I don't know. I think I've told this on the air before, but, so we. We have been to a vegan restaurant with Carney. Um, Allie was not there. It was just three of us. I think she was pregnant at the time. And, oh, we were in Miami. And she was she was home in Orlando. So yeah, and she was she was, uh, yeah, she was pregnant with Autumn. Yeah, it was last May. It was last year. Um, and it was a place called Planta, and he found it because I guess Inez and Lido go there, mm -hmm. and they really liked it, and so they told him to go, and because they knew that Ali's vegan, and they like it, and so. When I got to Miami last year, Nicole and I were there for a couple of days before. John was, like, out of town on a thing. But we worked it out. So, like, Friday, I think we got in. And then, like, Saturday we had to ourselves. And then Sunday afternoon he flew home. It was right before he moved out of Miami. And right. I picked him up at I picked him up at Miami International. So I pull in. He comes out. He's got all his shit with him from his event. He's putting it in the trunk. We're pulling out of the airport not even on the highway yet and he's like dude tomorrow night i got reservations at a vegan restaurant for us and i chuckled and i was like no really where are we going he's like bro 
the place called Planta. We're going. It's vegan. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's like, but don't worry. You're going to like it. I'm like, I flew all the way down here to your neck of the woods. Like, being like, oh, we're going to go to steak and all the carnies, favorite thing. And you're taking me to a vegan restaurant? He's like, it's not what you think. I'm like, ha, they don't cook with meat. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how else I can get this wrong. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not that complicated. Trust me, you're going to like it. I'm like, okay. So, first night, that night, we went to the Wagyu Bar in Miami, which if you haven't been, you should go. Um, second night, we go to Planta. And I think it was in, was it in Coral Gables? I can't remember. Coconut um, Grove. Oh, it was in Coconut Grove. I'm sorry. It's at Coconut Grove. And um, it was interesting. I'm not used to going to a vegan restaurant. I've never been to one. So it was definitely like weird for me because I wasn't used to it. But I think if I went regularly, I could get used to it. There was things on the menu that I, when I, I tried it, I was like, oh, that's actually really good. There was like the, it was like a bang, bang broccoli. It was like a fried broccoli with like a little bit of like a, like, like a spicy peanut sauce. It was really good. He had, and then I got into this with him and they, he's like, they have ahi tuna, but it's vegan. So it's watermelon. I'm like, so it's not ahi tuna. Well, it is, but it's vegan. So it's like watermelon based, but they call it like, and I go, no, no, no it's watermelon. He's like, yeah, it's not, it's, it's ahi watermelon, but it's supposed to be like ahi tuna. I go, but it's not tuna. He's like, I know. And I went back and forth with him on this. <laughs> but it came out and it wasn't bad. It was different. It wasn't, and it was like a watermelon kind of thing. And it had, but it had like, right, right. It had like the sauce on it. Like you would have on like on fish. And I was like, that's different. Um, there was a noodle. There was the some kind of. Yeah, it was truffle cheese, vegan. vegan noodles or something like that. Those weren't bad. Um, so it sound if you're not a vegan person or if you really like meat, it sounds scary, but it's not that painful. But if you're not used to it, it's definitely a little bit of like a shell shock. Um, but. Uh, I think eventually later that night when I, when I, um, when we got back to the hotel, I think I ended up getting a pizza cause I was still hungry. Like after four hours, I'm, I'm actually, I need to eat again. Um, cause all those vegetables didn't fill me up. So, but that, that was my vegan experience with Carney. Me and Nicole were like, uh, we're doing I'm this. sure, I'm, I'm sure it was really good. Mm. I mean, you know, actually, it I, was I, I would give it, it, it I would nice. definitely, I would definitely give it a real shot. I mean, you know, I'm not one of these guys who's like, you know. I see people like who diss on vegans. Like, look, it, it's another type of food. You know, it's like you know, some people like Italian food, some people don't like Italian food. I mean, it's just, it's 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 something. Now, it's a little shocking knowing John all these years, seeing him do that. I I would be definitely shocked on that. Um, the restaurant yeah. we went to in Vegas was called MB Steak. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of that. I don't think yes, I've been. That, it was it was unbelievable. Yeah. That was uh that that's I think that one's on my list. Um, Carney has already made reservations for July. Um, we're going to. Where are we going? I know we're doing a steakhouse one night. Oh, and then we're going to um. The place that Jared Trudeau is raving about at TPE. Um. Dim Sung Fin, something like that. It's the dumpling place at the Aria. Okay. Um, where it's a it's a one Michelin star rated dumpling restaurant. Hello. Michelin star rated dumpling yeah. restaurant. Wow. 
And him and John Fozzie went, I think, like three times the weekend of TVE. But oh, you wow. need, but he's like, you need a reservation. Like you can't, you cannot walk in. Yeah. And I told John, he's like, I'm on it. <laughs> we already, we already yep. have our reservations for PCA. Because yep. <laughs> where I, that was like the when I was like, all right, so you in? He's like, yeah, I'm in. He's like making his plans, and then he's like, he's like, I'm on reservations already. <laughs> Like the food was like so quick. <laughs> like we need to know where we're gonna eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. We've spent the first chunk of the show talking about LFD, talking about Carney. I've lived up to what I promised. I'm smoking the LFD TAA 2021. Um, it's good. It's really good. But we do need to get on with our business. But we'll we'll circle back to Carney. He said he's gonna come into the comments later. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. Yep. We'll see what he does. Okay. Um, but Coop, I'm. A, I've done a lot of the talking tonight with with all of the Carney related stuff. So I'll let you kick us off. Oh, here he is. Jonathan M. Carney is in the house. He is here. Also, Ronnie Haysha is in the house as well. Habibi, uh, he is here. So we uh we got some. We got what some. Did Ron Ronnie have any comments about your number one cigar of the year? We went live last night on Facebook. We talked a little bit about it and how it, yeah. it, it's yeah, a good cigar. Yeah, his his was the number one cigar of the year that you couldn't even get. Like like that was the funny thing. It's like it was it was like it wasn't even released yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the Paladin de Saka. he had he got he got like one bundle or something of it, and and he declared it cigar of the year because he sold the one bundle. I was like, <laughs> whoa, coops are. Because I get I love Ronnie, but he gives me crap every year on cigar <laughs> of the year. I love Ronnie. He's an awesome guy. But it was my turn this time. So I was like, <laughs> so. Uh, well, those two uh, fine gentlemen are in the house with us as yeah. well as all of our yeah. regulars. Oh, I got 60 boxes. Look what he says. I got 60 boxes. Of course he did. Uh, yeah, he's a big soccer guy. I mean, come on. But, got, but, but, but the 60 boxes weren't delivered till January when, when it, was, it was 2022. <laughs> the sad thing about John, he, I'm going back in through the comments. That's fine. But he missed out the first, like, what What are we? Like, we're 30 minutes in, right? Yep. The first 30 minutes was all about Carney. He missed it. You yeah. have to watch it later now. Yep. But, John, it was all about you. So, when the MB, live's over, you're going to have to go back. Steak, Reagan's wedding, the yep. Tomahawk's at Reddy's wedding. Uh, going to Planta with Planta, you. Planta, yeah. That yeah. was an experience. Yeah. I, yep. to I told everyone that if they, you know, I've been fortunate enough to eat with you hundreds of times. Um and telling people that no matter where they go, whether it's a high-end place or if it's McDonald's, if they go to any establishment that serves food for money, it is an experience when you eat with John Carney, and it'll change your it'll change your life. Absolutely, and you'll, will. You'll ne you'll, you could go and get a Big Mac with John Carney. You'll never eat a Big Mac the same. It yeah. just, it, it'll just be different. It's just yep. he he yeah. adds he adds a flavor to your life. He sure does and in a positive way. Oh. Absolutely. It's – anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Coop, you, you kick us off. There's, there's, a, there's a few things that I, I'd thrown your way. Uh, a, a, a quick little preview. We're going to talk a little bit about um, PCA um, kind of added. They came out with a second statement on, um, on the marketing thing. Kind of, kind of further Thursday. pushing their stance on yeah. that. Uh, I know we also want to talk about cigar events for the year as well. Yep. But uh, I'm gonna let you, uh, I'm gonna let you kick us off here, and we'll, we'll go with yep. your direction. Yeah, and then I have another PCA topic I want to hit on, and, and I thought about 
before the show. So I think we'll yeah. do both of these. But all right, so responsible marketing. Um, this is so we've been talking a lot about this on on spare notes in our shows. Uh, this really all started back in February when uh, the PCA uh, raised the issue of responsible marketing, namely using characters, foods, and candy, uh, things that might be associated with children's interests uh, or perceived as, as being uh, geared for children on cigar packaging. And one of the things that was very – and we know we, – we, we talked about that at nauseum, but I think one of the things we also talked about was um, a lot of people felt it was a – it was kind of a light statement that was made. You know, there was some comments in there in that thing that's saying, uh, this letter is not a response to address any recent activity, but a reminder at what is at stake, right? And it was kind of like, you know, we don't think a lot of people are doing this, right? And, and we all looked at this and say, come on, guys, really? Um, th- this is, this How is, stupid do you think we are? This is, this is softballs, right? Yeah. Um, and it, and it ha- But I think what they did do... And I want to give the PCA some credit here. Uh, they did raise the issue. The, the issue became on the table because of that letter. Now, this is where I'm going to criticize them a bit, okay? There was a, re- there was a follow-up this week, okay? Um, and the follow-up had some stronger language in it, okay? Now, I want to talk specifically about that follow-up and how it was um, distributed. Because I, I saw the article on the PCA website. I put it up. Matt Matt messages me. He's like, "Hey, did you get a press release from the PCA?" I'm like, "No, no, man. This was on their website." Um, and I'm like, "Well, why are you not sending out this this follow up, right? That was written by uh, Glenn and Josh, right? Um, that was basically called Let's Not Candy Coat the Situation. Why was this not sent out? Like, this should be sent out to everybody, right? This should have been pushed out to the masses here, and." As far as I know, I'm the only one who covered this on the media. I haven't seen anyone else. I know you didn't do a show Thursday night, right? I'm not I, sure if you put it up on the website. Hours, I've had my hands tied, but I, I am yeah. going to get it out. Right, right. Uh, so, I mean, I knew you were on, on it, but, but most guys didn't even put it out because, you know, for whatever reason. I'm like, well, this – I think there's a lot that was said in here, right? And it was important, and I think it was a positive step. It's raising some more questions, but that's okay because I and I even I even messaged uh, Jay Davis. I said this is this is what this is a good letter. This is what should have been put out two months ago, and in particular, um, I'm not going to read the whole letter, but there were two uh, there were two points that were made. I think that are very important. The first thing is um, the authors Glenn and Josh, who I think did a very good job on this letter. It's up on the Coop website. It will be up on Smoke and Tobacco. And said the, uh, they took a position basically saying that these activities should cease immediately. Now, of course, you know, enforcing that's going to be another story. We don't know how they're going to do that. And then they also have called for self-regulation, hmm. which was – so cease immediately Which is such an self-regulate. topic in itself. Yeah. Cease immediately and, and, and self-regulation were not addressed in the February letter because, again, it was just, well, we, we're not accusing anyone of doing it. This took a much stronger uh, – and, and there's a lot of good information in, in that, this letter um, that um, I'm not going to – you know, because – you you could definitely read it on their own, but um, but I thought it was a I thought it was a so I'll say good job by Glenn and Josh, uh, good job by the you know in terms of getting this uh this put put together, good job by the PCA at least now taking this a little more, uh, 
and I don't think they were never taking this stride. I think they, from what I heard, they deliberately went soft first, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but now they're taking a little one position. Um, question to them is now the how, right? How are you going to do this? And uh, the the Monday morning quarterback of this is why why did you just kind of slip this in on the website and put they put one Facebook post up and that was that like this should have been a full blown uh this should have been Scarface blasted out to everybody. I mean that's just <laughs> I mean this should have been Scarface blasted out to everybody. You know what? You're you're taking a stronger position here. You know, take the stronger position. Then I have Let's talk about that. Then I have a couple more points I want to make that I think need to, needs to happen. Okay. Um, you know, Carney just commented in, why do we still keep talking about self-regulation when the industry is fully under the regulatory direction of the FDA? How does self-regulation come into play now that we have been regulated for six years? <clears throat> Follows up with, if we were successful at self-regulation, we wouldn't be where we are now. Yep. It makes a very good point. It, it, it it's hard to argue that. Yeah, he's right. right. And, and 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 I know that's how he feels about it because yeah. we've talked about this so many times. Like even you yeah. know privately, like yeah. it comes up and he's like, "Well, I mean, everyone talks about self-regulation, but we're already regulated by right. the FDA." Yeah. So. So and they, another yeah. point. Sorry, another point that Carney has made, and I don't know if he'll he might he'll, he'll probably you know add on this or whatever, or rephrase it if I get it wrong. Um, but he had said to me before, like. This is an industry that is so um, – what's the word that I want to use? Um, for lack of a better term, I'll just say on, on this kind of stuff and this issue, it's already such a mess that all it does is cry for more regulation from the FDA because we can't do it ourselves because like, we're still doing this. Um, no matter what side you believe on, just when you look at it all together um, – you know, his his stance has been, you know, if anything, where we are now is just asking for more FDA regulation rather than try to advocate for self-regulation. Because yep. it, it just shows we can't self-regulate because we can't figure anything out for ourselves. Yeah. So this is where I see the problem is right now that, that the PCA is in. All right, and I think they've done a good job in terms of raising the issue. I understand they can't implement this, but, you know, I've, I've talked about I think it's going to be impossible to implement any sort of self-regulation. They are now basically getting up there and they're waving the flag. Like, hey, guys, we need to do this, right? But they don't have any manufacturers standing up with them, and they don't have any retailers standing up with them. At least when they tried to do CigarCon for the consumers a couple of years ago, they had some heavy hitters standing on a stage with Scott Pierce, Rocky Patel. Um, they had on um, Christian Aroa. Um, they had on uh, Phil Ledbetter, uh, who's a retailer in um, Chicago. So I mean, they had they had you know they had some people up there saying we need to do this. The net, I mean, and this is where it's going to get tricky now because who are you going to put up there that people, you know, if, if you put the wrong manufacturer up there, other manufacturers are probably going to say, I'm not listening to him. The same thing with retailers. But I think ultimately now they need industry people to start supporting this. And 
I've been very clear. The only person I've heard say boo about this has been Carlito Fuente. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be more than Carlito Fuente. You know what I mean? It's a, they, need, they need some voices now, and no one's coming out and saying this. How in the world are you even going to propose something like this? Until you, and I don't know how they're going to do this right now. I just don't, but they have to. But they're gonna have to figure this part out, and that, that's where this is gonna get tricky. Yeah, the um, it, it, it's there needs to be more people like Carlito, you know, talking about things. You know, yeah, they, just definitely. Bring I mean, I've talked about where's everybody been when Carlito's been basically the guy saying we need to do this. He's the one guy who's responded to this, um, who's I like, say uh, you know got some teeth. I mean, there's been some other people I know have responded, but I'm saying the guy who's made the most public statement has been Carlito to this point. Yeah. And, you know, obviously he's Carlito and he carries some weight, but I think they need some more help right now. You can't put this on Scott and Glenn Loop and Josh Habarski because it's going to be like no one's going to listen. So they, And I don't know. You're going to have to figure the right person to do that. Um, You know, I, I think that whether it's this ish, uh, uh, whether it is this issue or any other issue that the PCA or Scar Rights of America or anything that's you know in the realm of any kind of regulation or anything that has FDA mentioned in it in the same sentence, um, a lot of especially and especially in the bigger manufacturers, right? Um, you know, and I'm not going to mention names because I don't want anyone to think I'm calling anybody out because it's not like anyone specific, right? But it would be nice, like, to, to kind of add to your point, it'd be nice to see more people just all across the board, even even on, on other issues, be a little bit more vocal about whether, you know what, even if, even if they're on a different side of the coin, just talk about it. Bring awareness right. to it right. so that people can get in the conversation. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, like, yeah, Carlito does do a great job at that. Um, he, you know, in the last two years, you know, he's found social media for himself, and he's been, you know, posting, and <clears throat> he's still kind of figuring out. Um, uh, I talked to great. I, he, I, I talked to, really Cynthia, I talked to Cynthia the other day, and uh, like there, she even said, like, well, we're still trying to like figure it out, but like we'll we'll, we'll get there, and like we're, you know we're we're figuring it out, <laughs> like, but you know, they do post, and, and he posts a lot of that stuff. Yep. Um, and you know, he, and it's nice. It would be nice to see more people post about they, it, but I think it, they need to know people need to hear another voice and they, the retailers really need to start being vocal. I mean, Jay Davis has probably been the guy who's the most vocal. who has been on a lot of our shows. He's coming on some shows, but Jay's a board member. It needs to be, they need to kind of get someone else there who is maybe not a PCA board member to kind of stand up and, and really take a, you know take a position here that you know but it's going to be tricky because what happens you put some of these guys up there and they're like well he's my competition I'm not listening to him this is a very tricky situation they're dealing with right now and and it's funny we mentioned Jay Davis who who has been with us on most of these episodes and was with us tonight and now we're here and I don't see him in the comments Jay where are you, you know what well, Sinatra may be a, <laughs> Sinatra, he'll be uh, I'm he not went worried, back to Sinatra <laughs> listen Jay's awesome man he could <laughs> I love Jay. Well, uh, yeah. well, we have Carney with us. You know that we have Carney on LFD night. We have Carney, and Carney is here again. Yeah. I want to see more people speak on a public forum without being nasty. The same, um, 
at the same time, we need to be as an industry to be able to have strong opinions, positive and negative, that are based on. Whoops, sorry. Now Jay chimes in. Uh, I'm letting Carney speak. Uh, strong opinions, positive and negative, that are based on respect, and not personal. Carlito does a great job. Um, very good point. Very good point. And I think that's you know, Carlito has been. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to stir shit and mention names or whatever because that's not even what this is about. But you know, and people have called Carlito out for voicing his opinions on certain issues, and which is you know, and, and that's interesting in itself. But you know what? No matter which way you want to look at that, I look at it like, well, one way to look at it is, at least the conversation's being picked up. You know, at least, that, and that's what's it's, important. It's what the PCA there. did is they started the conversation. I think that's key. That needed to start. Yeah. Um. But again, to my point, I want to see more people do it. And like John just said, more people speaking about public without it just being nasty. Like if people could do it without Carlito posting something and then other people posting videos, getting all mad about, you know, however they feel, whatever. Like, like, like can we all just like have a way to talk about it without having to get to that point? Like – People should be able to express their opinion, and then that's how you get into politics, and it's the same fucking argument. But, and that's just how the world is. But yeah, in a perfect world, Carney's right. Like, could we just talk about things without it being just so nasty? Um, and I and it's, I think that's it, what needs to happen. Too many people can't be the adults in the room. You know, I mean, yeah. unfortunately, people can't be adults in the room. Uh, that's something that Charlie once said, and he's right on that. I'm not saying it applies to everybody. Certainly, there are people who are, but uh, but yeah, that's been a problem with this industry. I'm hoping that with this current leadership at PCA, which I've been generally favorable of. I have too. I, I have been, like I said, I think we have the best leadership I've seen in the 12 years I've been covering this. Um, um, and, I, and, I, and I know he's not, I know Scott Pierce and the team and Greg's, they're not perfect, but you know what? I feel comfortable with the leadership right now um, for the most part on that. But, um, I think you'll still continue. Hopefully, I'd like to see it continue to evolve where it does continue to get better. Um, there's been a couple of things, more so stuff in the background that we won't really talk about publicly. That you know, like Coop and myself and manufacturers that 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 we deal with PCA. That's kind of like just other business. Um, it's just not worth getting into. Uh, there's been a couple of little things that, like, yeah, didn't really like, or we felt that the ball was dropped. But for the most part. I agree. This this current yeah. leadership has been has been good. They they really have. Um and um like I said, we've had access to this leadership like we've never had before. Um so I do believe they have the best interests here. Uh the board is another story. I mean I I, I do notice some good people on the board, so I don't want to knock the board entirely either. And I notice some hard working people and tirelessly putting efforts there. So I mean, I agree with everyone there, but I know there's hard work being put by, by everyone who's on there. And I think that's something that, you know, we shouldn't get lost in the discussion here. People are, are volunteering time for the board. Um, that's time they could be with their business and certainly time they could be with their families. Um, so you, you want to always respect respect that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. It's been a long week. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I agree. Um you know, um, and and we have a board. We have Jay with us tonight, who says the the problem with the cigar industry is people hate Whataburger for no reason. 
and we're going to work with these folks. Um, man, you know, it's it's yeah, and it's it's <laughs> they uh, these people put up this debate about it enough. You know, Coop, I, I don't mind if you want to say Whataburger <laughs> sucks, but if I put a Whataburger picture up. It's, I don't really give a shit about your position on Whataburger. You don't like Whataburger, don't comment. <laughs> you do it to it's yourself. Like, come on. You do it to yourself. I, 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 <laughs> you know, I do it. I don't, you know, and I, and I, it's funny. I didn't do it. I was on you Dojo last night. You posted a photo of five guys today. Well, that was from the, do- well, okay. Okay. That was, that you was just because we talked. No, but that wasn't to create a Whataburger debate. We, Bear yeah. and I happened to pick Whataburger for a value meal last, last night on the show. I know it's just, uh, it's I just I just use it as an oh, opportunity because I'm like oh he goes yeah. Cooper the Burger but, Talk but again. But fake Alan Rubin <laughs> came into that. Fake Alan Rubin in the middle of the discussion, right? He's like, and okay, so there was a little there was a little devious. Here. All right, he's like, well, what a burger is not fast food. It's like fast casual. I'm like, do you have to ruin everything, Alan? I mean, come on, we're having a fun exercise here. Just shut up. I'm like. <laughs> Can you do that again? That was great. I've never yeah, seen no. it. <laughs> uh, five Guys is not fast. Five Guys is not fast food. It's fast casual. I'm like, it's fast casual. What is that? Oh man, Coop, you are just wow. You you almost brought me to tears there. Yeah. You've never you've never yeah. made me laugh that hard before. That's hilarious. Right. Oh man. You know one thing about William Cooper that's interesting is he's very passionate about his stances on things as he should be everyone should be you know if you feel a certain way about something then you know you should stick to that you should be behind it and and be prepared to back it up with facts or you know whatever to prove your point uh and that's can be said about even what we're talking about like on a serious note like what we're talking about with with cigar stuff uh you know with the pca fda regulatory stuff it's the same thing it to kind of add to you know what we were saying it is because you know, I see people put these comments up. Somebody, they like they attack the PCA for the sake of attacking the PCA, right? And I'm like, come on. I mean, really? I mean, it's just like they have to get their comment in um, on it. Does that, it doesn't do any good. Yeah. You, you're, you're fine. You don't like the just just go on. You, you, that's fine. You're entitled to that opinion, but don't don't like you know. I don't see the need to impose that. I can't even keep up with these comments right now. It's, they're they're barreling in. Um, uh, Ronnie Haysha, Faux uh, Ruben. I changed his name. I like Thanks. that name. I like it. Good job <laughs> by Ronnie. Faux Ruben. Jay well, Davis. Yeah. Alan Ruben, who is a vegan, attacked Five Guys and Whataburger. This is a guy who ordered a like a a uh, a $40 waffle <laughs> in Vegas. A $40 waffle we're talking about here. It wasn't like anything spectacular. It was just a basic waffle Where? and a waffle batter in the waffle iron. Where? I think it was at, uh, he might have been at Caesars. He did get room service, right? But I'm like, come on. A $40 waffle? Oh, it was the room service? It was $40? <laughs> yeah, it had to have been like Caesars or like the Venetian. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, Alan's Mr. Las Vegas, man, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, he's Guys here. like him that made oh, that city oh, what it is. Oh, he's here. He showed up. He's here. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, here See? he goes. Look at it. See what Look happens? You open your mouth oh, and people come to fight. Whoever, whoever tagged them, whoever tagged them is going to have to answer to me now. I'm just kidding, Alan. Uh. <laughs> oh, 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 you see how Coop backs up? He's like, oh, I'm just kidding. As far as that goes. Oh, yeah. Okay, Alan, it's not fast food. The, here's the thing. 
just it was a spirit of the exercise there. Just get with it and move on. <laughs> I get it. I'm not gonna argue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was not forty dollars. It wasn't. Oh, all right. So he's correcting me. No, it was forty dollars, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Whoever tagged Alan's got to answer the NATO. Alan, don't don't be upset I mean, with it, me. I, this is my this is my forum. William is is welcomed on, but I can't control what he says. Uh, so I, I'm just I'm just I'm just here for the free samples. As far as <laughs> Folks, that goes. Alan, <laughs> oh, <Alan laughs> where where are Matt Ty and Garrett Robinson right now? Because when you need I, them, right? I know. I, I really like where you know what? First of all, I know where I know where Garrett Robinson is. Garrett Robinson is out getting. Um, is out, you know, sipping cock. Actually, he doesn't drink. I always forget that. Um, so no, he's not. But he's out with Mickey Pegg right now, who is probably sipping cocktails. So they're selling. They're working hard selling cigars. Yes, they are. They're doing a great okay, job. Okay, good. And I love good. both That's of them very of much. Because I see. I don't understand. Lately, I just see reps sitting around drinking. I don't see them selling cigars. And, and on Facebook, so. Whoa. <laughs> good. Shots fired. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Now I gotta tag them. I gotta tag them too. Be like, hey. Uh, Coop's talking about you. I, I'm I'm bummed. They're uh, they're gonna be doing uh they're gonna be on KMA uh and I can't, I'm not gonna be on that week. That's the week of my dad's uh, memorial. Oh, that's right. I, I found out. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll do a good job. I mean, so yeah, they were gonna be the guests that week. So, but they'll, I know they understand. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to keep these. Uh, I'm gonna keep trying this. The the people are really chiming in right now. Um. And I'm also trying to tag Matt Ty. I hope people are chiming in because I hope they're chiming in because of the seriousness of this topic that we're talking about, Which and one? not about Whataburger or Alan Rubin's <laughs> uh, waffles or anything like that. Oh, yeah, and I'm serious. I'm being actually serious. No, I know. That. I know you are. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, uh, this. Wow. You know what? It's 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 getting out of control. <laughs> it's getting out of control in the comment section. I I I've lost control. I'm yeah, trying did to the, did the, the the Yankees and the Yankees won. So congratulations, Alan. Hmm. Why, why why do you got to bring that up? Because your Red Sox should have got the job done, man. <laughs> you know what, Coop? I'm going to tell you right now. I have a lot of reinforcements in the comments right now. Do you really want to start I, I will, with the sports I will jabs? No, I, I no, will come I'll at join, you. I want to join Red Sox Nation with you. I'll join Red Sox Nation. For a common cause here, so okay. as long as I can still root for the Phillies first, yeah, I'm 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 with you in Red Sox Nation. The Philadelphia so. Phillies, two and zero. Two and zero. Two and zero. I mean, it was 162 games. Two and zero. Don't worry, they got time to lose that. <laughs> Yankees are the greatest sports franchise of all time. Ronnie, come on, man. Ah. Oh. As Cartman would uh, say, uh, uh, Ronnie, you're begging my bowels, man. <laughs> come on, Ronnie. Even, oh, uh, right. so, oh, boy. I mean, I mean, come on. Don't you have the Tigers or something up there, Ronnie, or something? Uh, Who? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been great since Jim Leland left. I think I picked them to make the playoffs this year, the Tigers. Well, we'll see. There's an extra playoff spot this year. That's why. So we'll um, see. Why no, 27 accounting. That's what they always do to Yankee fans because they have nothing else they can say. Blew a 3 nothing lead. First team in history is professional sports, uh, baseball rather. First team in professional with the ball, 3 nothing lead and lose a playoff series. Congratulations to the Yankees. 
I'm like, I want to stay on topic with this. With the yeah, let's go back to the topic. Stuff. We really have to go back because I think this is an important topic that we're absolutely. Hitting. And everyone knows that Matt Lafleur is going to win the NFL Head Coach of the Year. So, oh, we go really going to you're going there again. <laughs> you want to th- you want to start throwing jabs, there, everybody? You're going to get some back. We're going to have to make a bet on that. This anyway, year. we're talking about the PCA. So, <clears throat> I pulled it up in front of me. Um, you know, just just so I could have a, a couple extra notes here. Um, you know, and it sounds like, you know, again, it, it, people will – the response originally was like, oh, you know, um, we, oh, we, we're not trying to, you know, we're just trying to get the discussion started, and, and which is good. Uh, and they did. They, got, they did. they got the discussion started. They did. You're right. But it was, um, but it was soft. It was soft, and I know a lot of people were critical of that, including me. Um, you know, it, now they come out with this letter, and – I mean, it's no secret. I mean, you know which way they're going, and it's almost well, like you know, they're you saying what they're they going want with it, without but, saying but it. I think now we got to see what they have. I mean, I, I'm sure there's something they're planning already, and right. when they're ready to talk about, it, they will. But you know, there's gonna be when that gets put on the table. I actually hope. <laughs> I hope it's not a PCA. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking lately in terms of PCA, the show, the trade show. Um, you know, coming up in July. Um, I feel like there's going to be a couple of things that when we actually get there, uh, whether it's like the press conference day or um, I don't know, just at some point while we're in, while we're there, while we're in town, I think that there's multiple things that are going to be um, like unveiled or introduced or whatever. Um, I think yeah, this, that was my second. When we get to my, yeah, that was one of my second things I'll talk about. But yeah, go keep going. I well, I was just gonna say I didn't want to cut you off, but I, I was just gonna say no, you I didn't come. I, I, I cut you off. I think that's off, so. like like one issue, but I think that there's probably like maybe at least two more that whether we know about or we don't even know about, that it's gonna be like regardless, it's gonna be like oh shit, we're here, like this is a thing, this is a focus. Yeah. Um, yeah. just the way things have been going with PCA in general. I think that there's um I think that there's um there's definitely a lot more um under wraps that I think the PCA is trying to do. And I and I think, you know, and to and to their credit, I mean they're they're <coughs> trying to finally bring light to some things that I think maybe haven't been brought to light or they they I don't know, just the things that have been kind of quiet. And they're going to start to bring it. Like, this is something that obviously that they have a lot of energy into, um, you know, especially with its, you know, ties to FDA and all that stuff that they do with FDA. So, yeah, I think you like, but I think I don't think this is the only thing is the point I'm trying to make. I think that there's going to be more things, major topics that we will continue to talk about as they unfold that we can expect to see. Um, And I think, yeah, and I think you kind of said something like that. I think when we get to PCA and when we're there, I think more of that's going to come out, and I think that it's going to be like, let's wait till everyone's here. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, you know, poor, poor Scott in the last – he got beat up pretty bad over over Cigar Con. Now, I think the difference, though, is, though, is like Cigar Con, a lot of us had tried to – had lived through this before when they tried to bring consumers into the show. <laughs> so it was just I think he was not unaware of a lot of the feelings on that. This one, I think he knows how people feel about this time. So, you okay over there? 
Yep. I hit some smoke in my mouth. Yeah. Yep. You need a second? Well, who put that? I can't wait till Docker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alan Rubin shows up, and like, I. It's funny because Coop's usually yeah. like, yeah. you know, you're, you're, yeah. I mean, you have your little antics and whatever, yeah. and you get passionate about that. It's fine. But I never see you get this riled up. Like, he shows up, and like, you, I feel like you're off your game tonight. You're like, <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even, yeah. I'm not even, no one's listening to him, so. Coop owes me a, fi- a signed $5 bill. Well, we're not going there. I do, and he is going to get his $5 bill, but he doesn't want me to go there, is all I'm saying. Oof. So, uh, he I, doesn't I could, want me to go the there. But, yes, yeah, so he won't. is owed it, and he is owed it. He won it fair and square. He will get it in good sportsmanship, but he should just keep quiet on that. <laughs> so. Ronnie said, I'm never taking a gummy and listening to Cigar Talk again. If you say one more acronym, I'm going to think the FBI is coming. Uh, I'm gonna TAA. 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 PCA. CRA. CRA. IPCPR. CAA. RTTDA. <laughs> I can do this all night. A- A- ASP- ASPCA. Uh. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Now, now, now I'm thinking too hard. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It, it, so yeah. I think we we've been talking. We're, we're kind of getting distracted, but let's kind of get back on it. Yeah. It's your point is yeah. This is a, and I think this is a. You know, again, if you are on the fence about, I, I, mean, I think they really need to kind of say that there's going to be a session. Because again, this is the time where people are trying to go to the trade show. And look, if this is going to be, look, if they're going to have something on the table and your voice, you at least got to have a chance to hear something, or maybe your voice could be heard, uh, put that on the table because that could make a difference of a couple of retailers uh, here and there deciding to go or not. Um, and you want the attendance. So you need attendance. And, and frankly, I think if, you're, if this is something that's important to you, and it should be important to you. You should be making an attempt to go. But I think they, they need to talk a little more about what they're going to do, you know, when it's going to be. I, I mean, you know, I, you can craft the agenda later, but at least put some, put up something up there, what you're, gonna, what you're thinking about right now. I think they got to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we, had a, um, we had a talk with um, uh, Scott, Aaron, recently about a couple of internal things. Um and even on and even on those issues, they're like, oh, like when we get to PCA, like we're gonna, like, th- so I already know based on like that comment, I already know this because it's been such a big deal. It's like I already know that they have a lot that they're working on. Um, they have plans. They definitely gonna want to get into stuff while everyone's in town. I bet you. So last year we had the first press conference uh, in the trade show. Uh, in Las Vegas at the PCA trade show. We had the first, like, press conference with the media to ask questions. <clears throat> and I think it was it was good. We had something. I think also last year was that first year, like, out of the pandemic. So it was kind of weird. This it year, was, look, I, it, yeah, it was. I, well, I was just going to say, I, I expect attendance to be up more because I think the people who didn't go because of the pandemic last year or whatever, those people are going to be back. Um, so I think that, like, that press conference alone, I think is going to be even bigger this year. I mean, more people are going to be back in town. More people are going to be in attendance. There's more issues that people are going to definitely want to sit in the room with them and ask questions. And I think in that pre- I think that press conference is going to be bigger and more productive than the one last year because of stuff like this. 
because it's not even going to just be about the trade show stuff. I think last year a lot of the stuff was based around like, oh, what's the attendance? and blah, 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 blah. I think you're going to get a lot more non-trade show related questions and chatter. Yeah. Um, and Matt Ty is officially in the show. Uh, he, yeah. Well, he's in the comments. but So Matt Ty is here. Welcome, Matt Ty. Um, go find Mickey and Garrett and get them on here too. Um, but yeah, I think you're going to see that. I think there's going to be a lot more. And, and I think that it's going to be – there's going to be the hubbub around the trade show floor and the circle bar and all that other shit that goes on, the social scene. Gonna, there's going to be stuff like this because it's, it's going to be popping up and coming out during the trade show, and that's going to be the chatter of the, of the week. Um, and I think stuff's really going to kind of take off from there. Um, it'll be interesting. It's going to be an interesting yeah. couple of days. Yeah. I actually want to go back to the article for a minute. Go ahead. Because there was another point I wanted to make. So in the article, there's a sentence in here when they talk about some of these uh, – they talk about uh, some of these names, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, in other words, if we don't police ourselves, the government will invite itself to take action. And that's what they're – so they're trying to get proactively ahead of this. Um, and then there's a sentence that says, the premium cigar arena does not need names like quote-unquote candy bar quote-unquote chocolate brownie, quote-unquote whipped cream, quote-unquote milk and cookies, nor should they have Marvel comic book car characters on their packaging. I will tell you I have validated that all of those things are real cigar names. It wasn't just stuff they made up. You can Google those, and you could find who's done what. But there, there are not names that they just made up. If you're, if you're kind of casually following this, I'm telling you those are real cigar names. The candy bar one actually was the most recent one to come out, but I confirmed those are legitimate cigar releases that have come out. Uh, and there is uh, there is a couple people. Uh, there is someone who actually did use Marvel Comics as well. I, and you could we, figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was uh, the Munchie cigar that came out from Risk Day. <laughs> um, My son thought, thought there was candy. My 25-year-old son. Oh, he did. Year old son. I'm sorry. 26 year old son. I'm giving him too much credit. Went to the package. He thought it was a snack. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's. And again, some people are going to disagree. I, I, I've had I've had comments made to me from certain people in the. Uh, um, industry. I'm like, oh, well, and I'm like, look, I'm not here to I'm, I'm just here to. Help facilitate the conversation. Uh, it's, it's my job. Yeah, we shouldn't pick on Risk Day over the Munchies either because he, he look, there's a lot of like, – those other cigars come from one company that I just named uh, with the exception of the Marvel one. Those were yeah, all yeah. from one company. So I'm just saying there's there's people who are really, really abusing that. And by the way, they're not Provada cigars either. You can Google <laughs> them and find out for yourself. This yeah. Way you, you can just say, hey, you know, they're out there. But I, I'm, just, I'm just enforcing this point too because yeah. – a lot of people get this misconception of like, oh, well, like they're talking like, look, for me, I'm one of the people who I, I welcome and I enjoy comments from both sides because I think that's yeah. the way it should be. It should be. Yeah. As and, a representative and, you know, of the media, it is my job to talk about these things, to bring it to the attention. Uh, it, that's, that's what we do. It's, we, we are facilitators of information and, and topics. Yeah. Um, and the stuff that goes on within our industry. Um, so just to make that clear, because I've already had, you know, one or two people yeah. 
and be like, oh, well, you know, that, you know, kind of hurt my business or whatever. And yeah. I'm like, I, I, look, you know what? I, yeah. I, I'm sorry if you feel that way, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not coming after your business. If yeah. anything, it's yeah. everyone else. But I'm only here to yeah. facilitate the conversation to get people's, you know, opinions and see which way to, yeah. to report on what PCA said. We know what their opinion is. Just talk yeah. about what they said. Yeah. You know, and, and they obviously well, feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just yeah. it, it is it is one of the hottest topics of the industry right now, and of course we're going to report on it. So I'm just making that clear. Yeah, yeah. I see Ronnie's <coughs> comment up there. Um, by the way, um, no, which th- one? Were, Ronnie, uh, the one that was up beforehand about uh, uh, five years ago. Okay, I can bring that back. Bring it back up because I want to address that. Um, I thought it was next level five years ago, and I could. This is something I've talked about. That yes, this five years ago, the narrative's changed a lot. Uh, none of you said anything about LNF or an Ezra, right? Um, go back and watch a few other shows of Spare Notes and certainly check out the media discussion uh, we had on, on uh, Primetime. Uh, very much, we've addressed, a, there were a lot of names named about that. So um, yeah, it has been addressed. And we're not, but again, it shouldn't be, one person shouldn't be picked on and, 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 be given no. the blame for all this. And there's a not. lot of people out there. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. people who do different things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's people that we haven't even mentioned yeah. that have, have reached out yeah. to me and we never even talked about them. I had, I had someone else come on the show on the main show, um, and uh, make some comments about someone in particular, and that person reached out to me based on that. And I'm like, well, first of all, if someone comes on the show and they express their opinions, um. You know, we we yeah. That's I mean, just I, I, that, first of all, that's their right. Number one, number two. I mean, I I, I, I don't I can't control what they're gonna say. I can try and steer the conversation, but you know, if they say something, they say that. Take it up with them. First of all, they're the ones who are critical. Um, you know, but you know, again, it, so it, but there's but again, my point being that there's other people who who we haven't even mentioned who you know who take note, and it it is it's a sensitive topic. Um, it's a very sensitive topic. But obviously, it's a big deal. PCA being what it is and making this what it is. I mean, yeah, we're, we're gonna yeah. talk about it. It's like I said, it's, it's what it's what we're here for. Um, it's up to everyone else to kind of get in on the conversation as well. Yeah, voice yeah. their opinion, and that's how this whole thing, you know, goes. And like Carney said before, like it, people should just be able to to get in this conversation. More people should be more vocal about it too, regardless of what side of the coin you're on. It doesn't matter. I don't I don't even care if you like it or you're not. But but just express it you know what i mean so um you know it's not just like you know three people talking about it and it's like well these three people are saying this about these two people and no like everyone should be in on the conversation um it's only fair you know everyone's in the melting pot together absolutely that's just my that's my statement on that um did you uh so i'm sorry i'm 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 getting a little off topic here um and uh, the comments are. I'm just Alan's still comments. talking to himself. Yeah. Why are you gonna pick on Alan so much? Because he's the only one posting stuff not related to this. <laughs> <laughs> Even outside of this, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Vitamin Not spare notes. Not spare notes. No. no <laughs> Vitamin. Uh, Vitamin. Uh, smoking tobacco. <laughs> you change your mind real fast. <laughs> Art, as long as you're there too. I mean. Absolutely not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Matt Ty, because it's easy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Matt Ty is getting in on this. I like cigars uh, too, Matt. Wow, th- this this show is unlike any we've had. 
it's yeah, really it's the, uh, wow. This this yeah. this one really fell apart. We're always so organized with the show, and this one is just. I gotta say, congrats to the audience for for yeah. taking control of this. Uh, yeah. Like Carney would say, congrats yeah. to, the, to the consumers for outsmoking the industry. Congrats to the viewers for out chatting the content of the show tonight. It's been wow. Yeah. This has been one yeah. of the, this is probably well, one of the best shows point there. Yeah. What were you gonna say about Ronnie's comment? Yeah, Ronnie's comment about I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying uh, he did a bad job with the packaging. Nobody would have said anything up to it became taboo, which is like three weeks ago. Nobody stopped the train for five years. Um, you know, it, it started, it, but things changed, unfortunately, I think the last year, um, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, but Ronnie's not wrong on that. And then the train started going, and, and it was out of control. He's not wrong on that. Narrative changed, unfortunately. It went from this is this is cool and innovative to this could be potentially destructive. Um, again, trying to keep the show light as well and fun for everyone. Um, yeah, Alan Rubin, uh, William Cooper. I can't comment on these topics as they can. Well, yeah, no, I understand job. that. That's fair. Uh, no, and, that, we'll be, and that's fair too. That. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, that's understandable. Jay Davis, board member of the PCA. Tonight's show was like A1 sauce on a burger. Tasty. And once again, the burgers are back in the discussion. Well, this was, uh, this was what Bear and I were talking about last night with the A1 sauce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which it should never be uh, on a burger. That's just yeah. weird. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> as long as, as, <laughs> long as we're on this, burger. right? <laughs> yeah. I, I do have another topic with the PCA. No, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, so... Unless we have more, we want to talk about this, but I think we hit no, a lot no, of it. No, no, let's keep going. Okay, so we're today is April 9th, two thousand twenty-two. Yep. Three months from today, we will be on the trade show floor. Yep. Okay. It's so this is a ninety-day window we are entering, right? We are in the ninety days. Yeah, we are entering okay. the the pregame season. So we're yeah. So we are getting to a point where people are making decisions. If they're going to this trade show, uh, I'm talking about as attendees, retailers, uh, those types, right? Yep. And what I have not seen yet, right, are the list of the PCA exclusive cigars. And I think this is something that needs to start being communicated, like by the end of this month. Um, if you, because if these cigars are meant to entice retailers to go, you have to let them know. Last year. The excuse was the retailers didn't have time because of they didn't know there was a trade show, there was pandemic, COVID, blah, 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 right? There's no excuse this year. The only person who's announced a PCA cigar is Pete Johnson. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they need – and look, in fairness, the PCA needs to do that. and They should have to be chasing you guys down in the manufacturing community for this. Um, these cigars should be published and announced. They should all be announced. Through press releases, by the way, I'm going to say that, through press releases, by the end of this month. I mean, I think the window, otherwise you are not going to have time to promote these cigars um, in time for the show. And I'm not saying you have to have the cigars ready to ship, but you gotta, you got to know what you're bringing within 90 days to the trade show. A PCA exclusive, which is supposed to be something special, something, you know, and there, there's, you know, there's no excuse for that this year. So th this is kind of big, but... It it's just the only way. So Jay Davis actually just commented, it needs to be communicated. I don't care. Here you go. Show only products of committed or confirmed so far. Rocky Patel, Alec Bradley, Tatuaje, Crowned Heads, 
Ace Prime, Lapolina, Kristoff, Illusione, CLE Asylum, Don Kiki, Scrim by Hutch, Crux, Aganorsa, 724, Founders, Your Elegant Cigar Bar. Who's Agree a thousand percent. Who's Scrim by Hutch and Your Elegant Cigar Bar? I'm just I curious. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe Jay can give us some. Yeah. Anyone else? Know. Anyone else? Scrim by Hutch may be an accessory company. I've never heard. Um, okay, great. We know the companies. What is the product? Are you, are you going to tell me that, uh, you know, hey, we're going to make available an old cigar. Is it going to be a new cigar? Is it going to be a line extension? Um, get people excited for what this is going to be. Good job by Jay. And I appreciate that. Good job Thank by you, the Jay. companies. But, but again, you know, and that's a long list. So now you're going to put this along the PCA to, to chase you guys down. You guys should have all this stuff out there. By the end of the month, like Jay said, uh, John said, this needs to be promoted before, during, and after the show. Yep. And last year, I, I last year, you remember they had that pavilion? I would love to see that pavilion loaded with PCA exclusive product. I thought that was that was the biggest disappointment to me of the trade show that they did they couldn't get. And I'm not blaming the PCA on this one, by the way. They had they did they did there were things that were promised that weren't delivered to them. Uh, Jay so said, I'm not "That's all I know, no clue." And then uh, Alan Rubin. Scrim and Hutch make expensive cutters. Yeah, I thought it was accessories, yeah. 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 <laughs> Garrett Robinson is here. Oh, shit. Just when we thought it could get any worse. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. you, Garrett. I was yeah. waiting for you to show yeah. up. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Well, uh, and, and I've already screenshotted what Jay Davis said, right? So okay. I just want to – a couple of comp comments I have here. Um, like, I think I know what some of these are going to be. Like, I think I – the Crux does one every year. Um, we know what Tatawahes is already. Yep. Um – so, because that was announced with with it, with the TAA exclusive, yeah, yes, yeah, that was, and I think that was something that you know I looked at that and I'm like, that's a pretty cool thing what he's doing with that. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. Last year he kind of brought out the 110 Habano, the original 110 to the show. Uh, I I didn't think he kind of promoted it well enough. It was kind of just thrown out there. This year he's kind of talked about it. Um, I don't know. If somebody's gonna be repeats of last year. Um, I know Crux, like I said, they have an annual, they do it, they do, they've been doing one every year for a long time. 724 has still got to get this year's, uh, last year's out, by the way. So. Oh, I know. And that was a good cigar, too. Uh, we've had the pre-release of it, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, uh, that was a good cigar. So, we're looking forward to that. Well, Kurt, and, and look, I'm all, Kurt has yeah. them now. I think they are out. He, he did get them yeah. in. Uh, yeah. when I talked to him recently, it was, you know, the, the boxes and stuff were held yeah. up and then the container. And, but Kurt but had it he, at the sh Kurt had something to show to show at least. He did. And now I he does have them and they are going out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So they should be making their way around. Yeah. Yeah. Carney made Rocky a good point. Sorry. I was yeah. just going to say, Carney made a good point. They should sell them in the PCA booth. Um, yeah. And I think they, that maybe that's what that pavilion could be for. Right. Like you have them. Yeah. You have them there, and then, you know, you put the orders through that way. And it, it kind of, you know, this is where I think the TAA has missed the boat. We were talking a little about that in the last show. The TAA just kind of puts these cigars out there, but I don't think they kind of showcase it enough as a as an exclusive series. And I get because that's a limited show. It's hard, you know, that's a limited show. That's not a big show. This is a big show. This is the industry Super Bowl. And if you're bringing these best of the best products, supposedly, some of your best foot forward, uh, I thought they had a brilliant idea putting that in the pavilion. And then the idea is, remember last year, the VIPs were supposed to get samplers of all these cigars. Right. And that didn't happen. Again, so 
and I think a lot of it was, like I said, the, the time windows were too constrained maybe to do that. So I, I gave him a little pass. But this year, I'm, I'm saying no excuses. These cigars should be if – you're, if you're announcing your PCA exclusive two days before the show, like, why bother is my question. Yeah, John made a comment here. A showcase <clears throat> and encourages attendees to interact with the PCA. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the show exclusive should should help draw people to come out, uh, yeah. to come and and, come and they should be put it, on the PCA hub afterwards. By the way, I, but I understand maybe they don't want to put it on the PCA hub because they want to give it to attendees of the show. Mm-hmm. So the idea is this is this is meant to give uh, attendees the shot. Um, and I know like like Pete Johnson was pretty strict on on this last year. What it would hit, what he brought, you know, like you had to be at the show or sorry. But it, I know but we told it, certain retailers no. But in addition to your point, it all should be. You know, like you said, like get that information out there so that way, you know, it's only for attendees. So yeah. get your ass out there to get it yeah. at the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like get, to get people in the door as yeah. well. You know, you, you say it two days before, you know, very, yeah. very, very few people are going to go, oh, let me hop on the plane now and go out. No, like, By that time, everyone's already either, either you're in or you're out. Um, you know, so yep. you say it two days before and it's like all that is is just a bonus for people who already agreed to go. If you want that. Yeah. It's too late, you know what I mean. You should have told. You should have told yeah. people, you know, with more time. <clears throat> yeah, and I think like I said that John said it gives you a chance to interact. You know, maybe have someone go over to the pavilion from time to time. You know, hey, we're, we're going to be selling um, Illusioni from, you know, two to three o'clock or something. Like we're featuring Illusioni right now there. Uh, it, it's a great. It's a great move. Like I said, you remember that it was a, that little hut or whatever that little pavilion. It was a little thing they had. And it was empty. Yeah. And that's where they were supposed to have all this. And I'm like, man, if they were loaded up with PCA exclusive cigars, I thought that was a win. I mean, I thought that would have been a home run. And they, unfortunately, they couldn't do it. So, they, And I think that, in fairness to the PCA, I think they are diligent on this. But they need the cooperation from the manufacturers right now. And, you know, at this point, you know, they should be – they should be announced. I, I, I'll give them to the end of the month. Uh, after that, I think you're running the risk. I think they should, you know, it's not going to, it's going to cause more harm than good. And, Ellen you Rubin. know, there's nothing to stop anyone from selling any product as a PCA exclusive. But if you want to have it like one of these showcase products we're talking about, like the ones that would be at the pavilion and, you know, officially blessed as PCA exclusives, that's where I think, you know, companies really need to kind of cooperate on this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't. I, just, I, I can't, can't deal with him. I can't, I you know, can't, don't don't even it's, you, don't let <laughs> no, him take you up the road. No, not not for the same reason as you. I just can't. It's so funny. I look forward to seeing the PCA pose from Coop with bad pictures of food. Just wear life vests when you go to the pool at the media compound. I'm not gonna. There is there is some truth to that, but we're not going there tonight. Why can you not uh, swim? I, no, <laughs> I can't swim. Really? I, I didn't know yeah. that. You really can't yeah. swim? Why? I really can't swim. Uh, For all these boy. years, you just never like, you know what? City I boy. City boy. You know, we didn't have a, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, we didn't exactly have, yeah, you, the little pool, the little plastic pool you went out. <laughs> wow. And you didn't want to go in the ocean over in, uh, so. <laughs> so after the uh, Spoken Tobacco Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser uh, wraps up, uh, we're actually going to run another fundraiser. And this one is going to be just a GoFundMe. Uh, raising money to get uh, William Cooper swimming lessons. I have no desire to get him. So, <laughs> uh, no. My, uh, and you know what's, you know what's amazing? I have two kids who have uh, 
won championships in swimming. So uh, my daughter they, was. They really must have got. Swimmer. They must have got those jeans from from Lisa. Le no they got it from Lisa. There's yeah. no way they got uh, that from. Yeah, you. they were. They were really. I mean, they were really good. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know what's funny is uh, but those pool meets were the like when you have kids, pool meets have to rank as the worst sport to do because they force the parents to volunteer. Jason. Not that not that they shouldn't. Not that you shouldn't. But yeah, uh, it was very hard for me to volunteer with my job, unfortunately. Cause I, I travel all the time. I can't commit to be at certain places. Jay Davis, hypodermic needles on the beach. That's why he can't swim. <laughs> wow, they're coming for you tonight, man. They, like they're just, they're, they're, you know, <laughs> you do this to yourself. Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> you say one thing, and then everyone shows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but Gracie Rodriguez is here, and she is a sweetheart. So, Gracie, welcome to the yeah. show. Thank you for being here tonight. We love you very Gracie's much. Gracie's awesome. She's a great supporter. We love having uh, her here as great, well. Great, great. She won't pick on you. Now, if Gracie I'm starts picking it's on you. It's only Alan. I mean, it's no one else. I mean, Jay's, Jay's had okay. a few jabs. I mean, I, Matt Ty maybe right. I think might have sent. So, I know Matt and Garrett are here. So, I just want to say, uh, while, while they're on here watching, because uh, this will get them, this will get them going too. As far as that goes, that's, I just wanted to say that they know what that means. Um, Matt and Garrett, as far as that goes, right, boys? I got you. Um, I didn't mention. Uh, I did. Yeah, I didn't tag you though. What do you want? Well, don't, what do you got? Don't don't be shy now. You already opened your mouth. Now I know that there's something going on. What did oh, you? I said I shouldn't have mentioned his name, and I shouldn't have. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, thought I it was regret it. Else. Well. Oh, man, yeah, you should you should never have said my name. It's almost like Beetlejuice. If you say it too many times, it'll show up. Yeah, yeah. Cuckoo's over there kicking himself like under the camera, like what the fuck did I do? Oh man, <laughs> Garrett Robinson. As far as that goes, um, you know, it's always it's always fun when we have a great audience here, and you know, and I and I appreciate everyone uh, showing up. And uh, because, you know, at the same time, as, as much as, you know, and to getting back to the serious point, as much as we do have serious points, the, the, the best part about this, though, is that people are here and they are interacting and, and it is fun and people are, you know, yeah. and everything and everything's done with love. Coop. You know that at the end of the day, no, no, one, no one hates you. Well, it's it's yeah. all love. But, you know, and it's know. fun. Everyone's here and we're having a great time. Yeah. And that's now I now, think what makes yeah. it most important. Now we have Matt Ty singing Eric Carmen song. So yeah. <laughs> Matt and Garrett, how many people have died discussing sports with Alan Rubin? Not enough. How many people have died arguing over Gabe Kaplan with Coop? I mean, that's what Frank I want. Frank no way. John Carney, we all do. Yeah. Take your pick. Um, you know. Hey, how about the Mets, huh? How about them? How about them? Hector Alfonso. Yeah, I know. You know, the first few days of the MLB season, it's it's already there's already been a lot of um there's already been a lot in the first like two games, you know? It just I mean, yeah, the Phillies look good, man. I mean, they they had a couple the pitching was a little off yesterday in the opener, uh but for the most part they're hitting. Uh Joe Girardi has that team ready to play baseball for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <coughs> we 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 shall see. Um, if that if that momentum continues, yes, Coop understands me, Matt Ty. Alan Rubin, well, I just Eric hate Carmen. Coop's I knew the Eric Carmen "Hungry Eyes" song he was starting to like put lyrics up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as that goes, um, 
I'm doing that for just for Garrett, and yeah. uh, they they know what that means. It's it's awesome. Yeah. They love it. Um, sorry, Coop. I don't mean to get so distracted. This is just one of the, the probably the funnest shows we've done so far, and there's just so much going on, and I just yeah. I can't I can't help it. It's 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 yeah. great. Well, you know, like I said, I need a little pick me up. It's been a rough few weeks for me. You know, you so know Coop. Not been a lot of fun. If anything, this is the distraction that you need right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it just 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 roll with it, man. Just roll yeah. with it. Um. <clears throat> You know, uh, we ha- we have talked a lot about PCA. We've we've talked about um, the candy coated letter. Uh, we we're starting to you know, like you said, we're in the ninety day window. We're starting to get into the preseason discussions of PCA. We, we've covered exclusives um, already. We have already heard from some of the brands that were not present last year um, that they will be back. McAuliffe cigars will be back. Um, let's bring this full circle. We're back to LFD. La Flor Dominicana makes its triumphant majestic return uh, John foundation foundation I believe is back too. foundation will be back Nick uh, the the magnificent Jonathan M Carney um, I'm you know what so last year at PCA we brought the Pope the picture of you for the airport selfie thing and then it if you guys didn't see it we brought around the trade show everyone signed it I gave it to Coop as a gift it's now hanging in his office uh, from what I understand yep um, in the upstairs office yeah very special thing I think that we need to do something for Carney uh, in LFD. And I think that it's just going to be a banner that we all hold and we walk into the trade show floor right up to the LFD booth. And it just says, hashtag, Daddy's Back. And we bring it right to Carney. And that's the statement right there. Daddy is back. Hashtag. You know, look, in, in all seriousness... I, they had a look. It was totally understandable based on the floor where they were business wise last year. It didn't make good business sense though. Um, oh yeah, they're back, But they were, but they were missed last year. They were, they had to be one. You know, they were really missed at that trade show. And same with a lot of brands. I mean, even McAuliffe. Sure. I mean, it, it, they they said the McCall- same thing. You know, we we, we look, even the big four. The big four people were missed too. Yeah. The big four people were missed. But as we all know, the reasons for their absence were different. They were different, like than the California floor. Right, and you know, like even McAuliffe told us, like, hey, we decided this year instead of using the funds we would have spent to go to PCA in the current business situation, where we want to reallocate those funds to just continue to sort out, you know, the portfolio and some other business strategies to kind of just you know get business better. Uh, not that it was bad, but just you know, everyone knows the way the industry went the last couple of years, and it was a crazy boom and a lot of things changed and there were shortages and so many different you know and same thing with lfd you know like hey we want to focus more on just running the business right now like as much as we'd love to be there we want to support the pca uh, you know just right now we need to focus on just our our everyday our day-to-day and and of course and and that and you can't argue that i mean when you when you run a business i mean the, the pca is 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 one thing but running that business by itself, it is still business, no matter what it is. So it's totally understandable why a lot of people didn't come. Um, <clears throat> you know, as far as the, there was a little bit of controversy in the show last year about uh, people being irrelevant. The comments that were made there, um, and we're not really going to get into that and, and really. I think sorry, you know, we most people but, have moved on from it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's moved on, but just, but again, just as a reminder, like it, there was a lot of brands that I think. Some people thought it was directed toward, and it wasn't. I mean, a lot of brands did not show for 
for solid, you know, just, hey, why are we going to spend the money to go? We have we have bigger fish we got to fry before we can even go there. Um, so that's totally understandable in it. But it, it, it's good to see that those companies have have made progress on that. They're going to return. They're in a position to return. That's good. That's good for everyone. It's it's good for the business. It's good for the for the industry. It's good for just kind of everything that you know these these brands yeah. can that can come back to a trade show and showcase. So that that's definitely um, it's definitely great to see. I was very excited um, to hear that a lot more brands were going to be coming back. Um, to hear that things are going well for them because I think that's huge. Um, <coughs> now yeah, there's some other com yeah, there's some other companies, Matt. I'll just note that yeah, are back to here. Um, that I think we should uh, mention. Um. Let me kind of go because I just pulled the list up here, and um, so the I just had it. Of course, it closes up on me. Um, Matt Ty, oh, good question, but I'm guessing double digits. Matt, are you are you, re are you referring to the amount of people returning to the show? I wasn't yeah. sure. Did I miss? I just didn't know. If I don't know, but uh, you know, for example. Foundation is one that's back. Um, they weren't there last year. Lafleur we mentioned is back. Um, there was another big one I saw. McAuliffe was another one, but um, I apologize. I of course I, I feel like there's another good size one that I, I I'm no, there definitely was, and I just had it up, and I and I'm like um, because there was someone yeah. else who I was like, oh yeah, I was Villager. Villager's back. Casacuevas is back. Those were the two Casa other ones. Casacuevas is back, and Villager's uh, back. Jay Davis said Prometheus. Uh wouldn't surprise me if they're back. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they're back. I I don't. Yeah, I'm assuming Jay would know. I I uh. Yeah, but yeah. So there are some companies that are back right now. There's still some companies that haven't committed yet. I heard some rumors about one good sized manufacturer, but I don't. I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't want to say. I don't want to say if they're not because they could be. You, you know, know who I'm talking about. Updated. But I'm not. Yeah. But I, I'm still curious yeah. on that one. Yeah. Because I yeah, was wanna... told they were in, and then they got talked out of going. I don't want to mention any names. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if I should. Um, but I heard that, and I and, and I think Jay knows what I'm talking about, uh, so he can clarify if that can be mentioned or not. But. It, uh, but yeah, I, th that that would be so. Uh, I'm gonna stay away from name, that. But yeah. without mentioning any names, just all I will say is, you know, I I am curious because um, that one would be interesting. Yeah, um, and that's all uh, I'm gonna say. Yeah, Villager's a bit. Villager, it's good to have Villager actually pulled out of the show even before the Big Four at yeah. one point. So they had decided to pull out. Um, so it's good to see them come back into it um, as well as Casa Cuevas. In Casa Cuevas, it was just the shows were too close last year to really make it work for them. Well, Jay Davis has commented with us. Uh, last I heard, AJ wasn't coming. He's not on the list. That's But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say they're out because who knows. Uh, they, you know, some people have misreported about AJ in the past, so um, I'm just going to not touch it. Yeah, uh, so, but either way, I, the show, I, I, my, my Cigar feeling. Cigar Hustler is on the list. Really interesting. Yeah, Pos Peach is the name of the company. They're on the list as as an exhibitor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my feeling is that this show is going to be bigger than it was last year. I know that the show has been not as big as it was once upon a time, but I, th I, th and as small as it was last year, I, st I think it'll still be bigger 
the big four won't be present at least as of right now unless something changes but so without them it'll 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 still definitely feel smaller but i think that it's going to feel much bigger than it did last year um especially with with all of these other people who weren't there coming back that will help a lot um i mean yeah you won't have the giant drew estate booth the music and all that but having more of the smaller brands coming too will fill more of the void too and it, it and it'll make it seem much bigger than it was last year. So, yeah, um, which is great and it's good to see. Um, yeah. It'll uh, it'll it'll be nice to have. So, yep. Uh, in terms of PCA, before we move on from PCA, is there anything else you wanted to talk about on PCA? Um, no, those. those I just want to mention the exclusives, obviously, because I think it's something that probably should get some attention. Uh, if any manufacturers are listening, hopefully, it kicks them in the butt a bit. But uh. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm excited about the show and everything. I'm excited. It's uh, definitely not too late, you know, for other manufacturers to still come on board. And I think I, you know, I think it's getting pretty. They better have something ready, though. I yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's you know yeah. take their time, but I mean, I, I yeah. I'm. But my point is, I think that there's still a little bit of a window here in the next few weeks. I, I get worried because we still I think, see some people come in. I get worried because I think the PC exclusive stuff is more work they're taking on than they need right now. That then that's just my opinion. Okay. I think there's other things they should be focusing on with it, but. I understand why they want to do it, but it's according like cats, and I think they have a. Now I'm looking at if that list is, that's a large list. You're gonna to have to start coordinating now. Yeah. So that's that kind of alarms me a bit. Like I think six to eight companies max, I would have did this year, and just bring your A game, to the table with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean absolutely. But you gotta coordinate now. You gotta coordinate getting all this, making sure all this is ready for the show. There's a lot of moving yeah. pieces that go into. Yeah, this show. Yeah, it's a lot of moving pieces. It's not easy to do. So yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm a little concerned about that. I um, said that, you know, and I I've said the TAA has too many cigars, uh, but it's a different purpose than than the PCA series, which is really trying to get people to the show. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Carney made a comment here. As regards to Drew Estate, they are sponsoring nearly every media outlet's coverage, which is big presence. Yes, they are. But at a significantly lower cost, it's honestly quite yeah. smart. They will be one of our sponsors. They will be sponsoring our coverage as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah we, have, a we, have a few, we have a couple of sponsors for our coverage this year, but Drew State's one of them, man. Yeah. Uh, and just as a follow-up to John's comment, I don't mean that negatively, but they will be at the show by proxy. Uh, it's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, and, and oh, it is smart. Sure. I mean, even I mean, it's look. We know. need. Yeah. Look, it is, it is. Look, I have a team of four to take out there now. It's as costly. well as how about that cigars? Sorry, just adding on. Well, yeah. Oh, that's supposed to respond. Yeah. No, I mean, so yeah, I mean, this is costly, and we are grateful for any company that is willing to do this for us. So, because we can't, you know, this is expensive. I mean, this year we're looking at like I looked at the expenses. This is my biggest expense by far to uh, with Cigar Coop. It's a, it's a major expense. Now it paid off dividends for us last year, dividends. Um, but so we, we're going to be back there for sure. Nothing will keep us away from that. Uh, Alan Rubin, I don't think there is a need for exclusive from a retailer and consumer POV. There is enough LE and exclusive items in the marketplace, and it's oversaturated. Coop, what's your yep. take on that? Absolutely, he's right. Yeah. Uh, too many. Look, look. Um, that's why I think it needs to be a smaller set. First of all, I think it needs to be limited. I think it needs to be hard to get. Um, but I think this too, the limited edition market is just not what it used to be 10 years ago. Um, 
do you think limited editions used to be more conceptual? Now it seems like they're more. Let's see what we could slap something on as an LA. Um, so, you know, and I like for example LFD for example is not one of those companies. Like what they've done with their TAA cigars, or they they've had a series over the years. You can see there's a lot of thought put into them. They're not released till they're ready. Um, you know, I think Crown Head certainly falls in that boat as well as Pete. I think those are the three companies that over the years I think have, like with the TAA series have done a really good job. And uh, I thought Ace Prime and Crown Heads last year with their PCA exclusives did did the best job um, of all the companies. What was your thoughts on the on the Padron PCA exclusive? Um, they didn't announce it early enough. I mean, it was a it, look. It's another Family Reserve series cigar. Uh, it's a size that I think could appeal to a lot of people. It's a thicker uh, cigar for sure. But they right. they announced it only a couple of days before the show. Like if they would have, who knows? Maybe if they would have put that out there in April, I think there would have been a lot more excitement for people to uh, to maybe say, you know what? If this is my only chance to get this Padron, I want to be there because you know Padron's a uh, a big part of that. Um, the other part is, you know, how much product are they going to get? Yes, John, stuff? the ninety-five. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, if you're going there and you're only releasing like uh, a thousand cigars, it's not going to do a lot of good. You know what I mean? Um, because, you know, am I gonna, is that really going to entice someone to come out there? But I thought Padron, like, look, I, I liked what they released. Um, I have the cigars now. It took a while, I, I'm okay it took a while for the cigars to get out. I had no problem with that. Um, so, but I think they did, I think they did it. The only complaint I have about Padron is they announced it two days before the show, not two months before the show. Right. So I don't know what good it did at that point. Right. No, I agree. I mean, unless you're thanking, unless you're th you want to use it as a thank you to your retailers for coming. Okay, I can see that maybe. But if you're trying to if you're trying to draw people in, you're right. I mean, you should give people more notice. You build that hype up you know, to get people. That to was come the problem with most of the buy. PC exclusive releases last year. Uh, or you have it and you don't announce it to anybody. You, you media has to start calling you. Like I don't know what good that's doing, guys. Get you have to be pushing. You have to be pushing. This has a purpose. The purpose is you are doing this to help the PCA and get people to the show. And you have to do your part and, and market it as such. You can't just, like, wait for half wheel or coupe or smoking tobacco to call you about it. That's not how this, That's not how these cigars are meant to work. They need to be marketed and promoted. And, and But I'm going to say this. The PCA would, did their part. They were doing the live streams of a lot of these manufacturers last year. They did their part, the PCA, on this. They did a good job with that last year, but they need it needs to be more. They need, they need more support from the manufacturers if you're participating in this series. Because again, the goal is you're doing this to get people to go to the trade show and support the organization. So you can't wait for me to call you uh, to find out what your PCA cigars. I mean, if you, most com there's companies that work like that. I don't understand it, but I think in this case you have to be. Like, Pete was much more proactive with it this year. He did a good job with it, getting that announcement out. I just, I just, I've been. I just wanted to say, not to change. The we're gonna stay on this, but I just want to make one thing off topic to to Carney, uh -huh. keeping it on LFD theme. So um, I'm about halfway through the um, TAA Maduro. Um, I'm getting this very interesting flavor from it, and I'm loving it. Um, brick oven, Neapolitan pizza crust. Phenomenal. I've never had brick oven Neapolitan pizza crust notes on a cigar before that's interesting it's, and it's strange but the last three puffs it's like my mind goes yeah. to like yeah and that's like my favorite kind of pizza 
Yeah. It's that Neapolitan style. Um, in in the, in the brick oven. We have a place yeah. near us uh, that we order pizza from all the time. That's that's how they do it. And that's like that's what I'm tasting. I'm like, oof. I'm like, wow, that's that's a great flavor. It's so unique yeah. and interesting. It um, totally I, is, yeah. I wanted to add to this conversation, though, Matt Ty, um, I left this up here a little long, but when everything is special, nothing is. And that's true. You know, special is when, uh, wow, like that's different. There's not a lot of that. Everyone's doing something special. So is there really a lot of special stuff? I mean, if you don't get it from one person, you can get something special from someone else. Um, y- you know, last night I was on Cigar Dojo. He did this thing called the stock market, right? Cigar stock market, whether yep. you buy or sell. And, you know, I disagreed with some of the panelists because a lot of them were putting stock into the limited cigars. And I'm like, guys, no, it's your, the core lines are what's going to make you the money, right, in the end. That, that's what's going to grow your company. So I looked at a lot of companies that I was going to invest in on how good are they with their core lines, not because they came out with a limited. And I was a little hard on Ferrier Tago with that one last night. I kind of gave them a hold, not because I don't believe in Michael and I don't love the products, but, you know, He's the work on that, for example, really needs to be on uh, getting Timeless and Metropolitan into a lot of stores right now. And it's great he had a, a great limited edition cigar, and he's doing a TA cigar. But I think you got to look at, at that. Um, and then the other thing is, if a company's just doing limiteds and nothing else, I mean, it's it's just not a. I just don't think it's a sustainable model. You have to have because then, it, like Matt said, you're doing limiteds. What what is like the yeah, at a point, it's just like, well, what's special? So let's 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 play a little game here, right? So when you uh-huh. when I say when I say LFD, most people think, oh, Andalusian Bull. When you say Arturo Fuente, you think Opus X. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say, um, give me another one. Uh, okay, Crown Drew Estate, Crown, uh, Drew Estate Liga Privada H ninety nine number uh-huh. nine T fifty two anniversary series. LFD makes its money on. The L700 Maduros, uh, uh-huh. Diggers, uh, Double Hair, yeah, the, the Chisels. Mm-hmm. Arturo Fuente makes their money on 858, Hemingway, Hemingway. Chateau Fuente. Uh-huh. Um, Drew Estate makes their money on Acid, Factory Smokes, Underground. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Crown Heads makes their money on, on their core lines, not just Las Calaveras. Um, you know, it, that that's you're right. That's where they make their money. Yeah. Um. You know, Matt Booth, Room 101. He doesn't make his money on Namakubi and Johnny Tobacconod and Ichiban and all the fun, cool stuff he does. He makes it on you know Farce and Doomsayer and his Corn Lions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Payback. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the same. It's the same thing. Um. You know, it's what is Corn Lion Crown has? Huh? It's true. Uh. Maybe that wasn't the best example, but um, uh, I'll give you—you know—Mill Diaz is core line. Yeah, Mill Diaz. Yeah, they've done some limited extensions, but it's core line. Yeah. Um, four kicks. Yeah, four kicks. Yeah. Crown heads is yeah. very limited driven. Yeah, in, 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 a, in a way, I guess that's true. I mean, I wouldn't. Perdomo, yeah, Perdomo, boom. I mean, Perdomo. It, well, Perdomo is core line. They don't do special. Per- stuff they, they've done a co- like firecracker they've done a couple i mean yeah special but, n- but not to the extent that other manufacturers do but look at you that, ask do, nick yeah, perdomo what, what does he make his money on perdomo champagne yeah that's ESB where he was limited but it was limited production they don't like crank those out like as a regular production line but yeah for the most part i mean look at the look at the 10th anniversary of menso uh 
these, you know, Immenso actually is a really good cigar, by the way. Uh, you got to like big ring gauge, but it's a good, very good big ring gauge. Perdomo's great at it. Um, and uh, that's, like I said, uh, so, you know, I if I'm looking to, say, grow my stock portfolio in a, in a cigar company, I'm going to go with the ones that are doing the, doing a good job with the core lines. Like, same with Saka. I know he has his limiteds, but he doesn't take his eye off the core lines. You know, sober base is still very important to his business. Carney made uh, another. Carney made another comment. Ashton is, yeah, Ashton does. It's, it's all core line. Yeah. Uh, when, when's yeah, the they, last time they, they did a they super have, limited run? Uh, the only thing I could think of that was limited was Nobelese, but that was not limited production. It wasn't like a one-off. Yeah. Like, you know, I I get like I I, I get though there is a place for limiteds. Um, like there I is. Davidoff does a good job with their limiteds. You know who does the best? You know who does about Davidoff and Saka. Saka does a good balance with it because his core line yeah. stuff is really solid. He he's very strategic with his Ellie's. Yeah. Um and he does he, it right. He, he, he I would is, say Saka and Davidoff are, are two really good ones. Yep, I would put them in there as well. For sure. But uh those would probably be the ones that come to mind, uh that do a little more in the limited uh, release category um, as far as that goes. Uh, John Carney, my vote is Perdomo on Coreline. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but even it, look at John's company. Look at LFD. Like, they have the Bull. They have, um, there's, there's a, like, the LG small batch, the Vintage. Um, LG is a good limited. Like, that's a good, yeah. that's something that's limited. No, the, no, the, the like, no, those are good limiteds. But yeah. the way that they handle their limiteds is is well too, and I know people will be like, yeah. "Oh, but, you know." Because you look forward to them, you but you like, look wow, forward to them. I can't not oversaturated. Like for me, I I'm already salivating over a small batch eight coming out, right? You know, so I'm already looking forward. I know the LG line is probably gonna have another run pretty soon. I'm excited. Those are some. Those are things that excite me. Um, you know, um, that's what I. I'll tell you another company's core line driven is, is CLE. Yes, CLE is very core line driven. Yep. I mean, yeah, they did PCA exclusive, and they've done a few like they've done a few things that are limited, but they're not they don't do a lot of one and dones. Rocky Patel, Drew same State. thing. How many times have I heard someone go, "Oh, Rocky Patel, Connecticut"? Yeah, that's my favorite. Or Rocky Patel, yep. fifteen. Yeah, Drew State's pretty core line driven. Drew State, uh, Alan. Their Rubin. core line, uh, they do a couple of Nortenos, they do some uh, Liga Unica series, but they're core they're core they're brand driven. Alan Rubin, Altidus, uh, Oliva, Rocky, Altidus very core. Altidus very core line driven. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Uh, General is big enough where <laughs> that's yeah. General's big enough th where they could do a lot of limiteds. Uh, I think they still have too many limiteds in my opinion. But sorry, say that again. Who? Uh, General. General. Yeah, I mean General's General. They got, I think General could cut back on some of the limiteds in my opinion. Uh, Lately, I feel like General's been relying too much on. Just Cohiba and the stuff that they well, do with that. Cohiba's got good margins, though. You gotta remember. It does. No, it does. But it's almost yeah, like I mean, it's become like the the center of attention for them. That was one of the that was Cohiba as a brand was. Uh, I gave it a hold actually last night, um, as well. Um, I do think they've, you know, I do think that they have uh, done well with some of these very high end cigars because I know the stores that carry them move them, and because um, they have an audience for them, but. Some of like the regular production Cohiba, I just I think I'd like to see a little more excitement from them. 
Um, J.C. Newman. Uh, for the most part, they're core line driven, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do a few LEs here and there. I mean, Yagua's once a year. Um, that's a good one, though. That's a good one, yeah. It's a good one. Special. It's a special one. It's when it different. comes out, it's it's a, yeah. It yep. it doesn't get yep. overblown. Yeah, and see, Fuente's different too. They have different like channels that they sell some of this stuff into. Um, you know, so some of the stuff runs through Prometheus, right? Some of the stuff runs through Ellie Blue. Some of the stuff runs through you know their limiteds, uh, and they still have a big portfolio of core lines. So. So Fuente is a different. I think it's a little different animal there. Well, well I was gonna say too. Yeah, I would agree. And and, and the reason is because when it comes to Fuente, and limited editions, and this isn't just because like you know, Opus is special. It, it, the reputation, the size, the way they do it, the diversity of of where like you just said, they really stand alone. You can't really compare them yep. to everybody else. Yeah. And 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 they do limiteds, but that's. Whether you love them or not, yeah. you have to also you know, the, the way the the magnitude of the how their their whole limited is done is different than everybody else. They really do stand alone. Yeah, um, and that's different. And everybody already yeah. knows what you expect with them. Um, you know, Opus X isn't that hard to find if you really want it that bad. Um, yeah. And there's many different ways that it goes about. You know, like like you said. So. Yeah. It's it's not you really know, the Espinoza's same as the way some of them do. Yeah, I was just saying Espinosa is a, di a kind of an a interesting case. It seems like they do a lot of limiteds, and they do, but a lot of those are private label stuff they do, and they do have a good chunk of private labels. But when it comes to their brand, um, they don't have a lot of limiteds. It's it's basically the Seis Provincias and the Warhead are probably the two annual releases they do. Um, so they don't do a lot of that. Um. You know, they still they still have a big commitment to their core lines, which I think is very important. You know, I think you know, and I was saying, you know, Viaje right now, I think they they you know their their whole Viaje's whole business model is on small batch. I just don't know how sustainable that's going to continue. Um, Black Label Trading Company has core lines. That I think they've uh, so they but their core lines. I know they're trying to invest, get people more and more people into their core lines because uh, their limiteds are always highly sought after. But you know they're 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 paying attention to their core business over the past few years, which I think is good. Gracie mentioned Atabay. I just want to. Nicole's over here smoking the spirit juice. Atabay's good. Atabay's good. United does a lot of. United's got their limited thing with the Siri uh, United Siri Unitas. Siri Unitas. Siri So they got that, and they do a couple of one-offs. But for the most part, you got Atabay's, the Byron's. Um, they just got the those lines over from Europe right now that they put into the portfolio. Lagiana Havana. I mean, they have a good selection of. They have a yeah. good portfolio of core lines. Yeah. The way that United does it is is nice too. I mean, the fire the, the way the firecrackers are done. It's very you know, it's very structured. You every you, you know when they're coming out. It, they're announced. It, they're run. They're done. Uh, it, it's very. Uh, it's a little bit more predictable, I guess. Um, but it, but that it, it's easy for people though. You know they they anticipate it's coming. They know it's coming. You know there's yep. the big reveal in the beginning yep. of the year of what it's going to be. Then they come out and all that. So yeah, um, they do they do a good job with that. Um, I, I like I like think Oliver's got got it nailed down to a science right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know Great. he's got like Atabay is a limited line too. And I'm sure you have to meet certain qualifications to carry Atabay. You know it's it's a premium ultra premium line. And uh, 
So I think they've done a really good job with that. Um, it's 200 boxes of, of each, right? I don't know. I don't know the specifics. So you may know that better or some than some of me. them, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They, it's not a massive production on it, whatever it yeah. is. Some of them might yeah. be more than others, but yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, I know Adobe Byron is it, they're not major production. So yeah, I mean in in a sense, yeah, it's it's it is limited. It's it's I think it's it's not marketed as a limited edition or limited. It's it's a regular available cigar, but it's just not yeah. available in high quantities. But it is. Yeah. It's ultra premium. It's not something that most yeah. people buy a lot of. Um, yep. Yep. You know. Yep. And we talked about Davidoff too. You know, Davidoff has a strong core line, big core line. Uh, and they do limited editions. But the way the Davidoff rolls it out is again, it's different. Uh, I would I would put them kind of like Fuente. They kind of stand on their own island the way they do things. What a brilliant limited edition they did this year. Um, it's the black, black label. Yeah, the black band one. So what's really cool about that is it's taking tobaccos from Yamasa, Nicaragua, and Escurio. Yep. So not only are you kind of doing something kind of cool with that, but you're now kind of self promoting those other core brands in the process. And the way they've kind of done their marketing materials is really good. They talk about, yeah, you're getting this flavors and this limited from the Escurio. You're going to get this component from the Nicaragua. I, I thought it was a brilliant marketing move this year. That's a great way to use a limited edition, create some excitement, and get something back on top of your core lines on top of that. I think that was a good job, a really good job. That was one of the best jobs I've seen on a limited this year. You by know, anybody. And, and, and like Fuente, Davidoff has this down to a science. Um, you know, they've been around, another company that's been around a long time. Um, you know, and again, bigger company. You know, um, I think that the smaller companies, they don't have, just the way smaller companies operate is different than Fuente and Davidoff are going to operate. Um, you know, a bigger company that has more to go around and they have a much bigger core line and then they can be more strategic with their limiteds and then small companies I think rely on the limiteds to just bring awareness to the core line to get yeah. people in the door uh, which I mean and it's not a bad strategy yeah. it, it's not what we're saying either I mean it, obviously yeah. it's it works you know but uh, it, it, it's you have to look at it as two different animals is my point is the way yeah. it's done yeah protocols protocols very small company they have a lot of core line they do uh, they have, they have a lot of blends, right? And good cigars. They have too. a lot of lim Yeah, they're good. I think I think they have too many limiteds. But what I'll say is, most of their limiteds have been private label stuff they've done. So it's it's stuff that they do for this store, that store, that store. So um, it doesn't kind of compete nationally with with these other ones. So and they have they have protocol. I'll say for a small company has a great core line selection. There's something for everybody there. Yeah, um, I, I I think there's a bubble of limited editions right now. Yeah, and I think at some point it will burst. Well, I limited will of die down for a little while. I, I think it's a good I think it's a good place for the subscription model. I really do. It's true. Uh, say what you want about Provada or anything like that. I think that's a good home for a lot of these limiteds and, and some of these releases. I really do. Like Luxury uh, Cigar Club is one that's done a really good luxury job. Luxury Cigar it. Club, and they're doing some yeah. stuff from that. And, you know, there's good about the, marketing. I'll put all the marketing stuff aside. There's some good cigars that are getting released to that. And I think there's a perfect channel to market to, to do that. Um, I think that's something that works really well because I think as a brick and mortar, I think, you know, it's so important that you you keep your core lines going and that that's what's going to sustain them. You know, Oliver Nouveau of United has is, is told me himself, like, 
you know, Luxury Cigar Club has, has been a really good, you know, uh, partner with them. Uh, it's really helped I had a them. good conversation with those guys, actually, recently, yeah. Yeah, and he, and he was saying, you know, well, like they've, they've, they've been really good for us, too. You know, it's, it's helped us kind of get, you know, and that, that those are brands that are still building. I think a lot of people on here know about them, but there's a lot of, you know, consumers out there who don't know about them, and, and their brands have, have been in those subscriptions, and it, and, and Oliver yeah. has said, like, hey, it's, it's been really good for yeah. us, too, and, 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 and he's yeah. right. And, and, and the way that some of those cigars that they have in their portfolio – I've gone out and it's it's been nice, you know. Yeah. Um. It's more it's easier to obtain uh, the subscription stuff, you know. It's it's pre-selected and it's sent out. It's not you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, is you know you have you don't have to stumble upon it in your local brick and mortar, uh, which is nice too. But uh, you make a good point with the subscription, so I think that's a very good point. That that you know having that service is a good way to kind of spread around some stuff too and make and, and introduce yeah. it to people and then like oh here get the sampler and in, in this month and try this and then oh well if you really like it well this is the brand yeah. and you can come by yeah. you know yeah other a- stuff. A- abe's connoisseur club a little different kind of model but same uh, you know same same, same idea again, it's same core. idea yeah um yeah. as well and, and uh, i think he's done a very good job with that it's not something that i would smoke just because of the commitment uh it, to smoke so says every month when i'm behind on reviews it's it's i can't really do it unfortunately i i'm intrigued by it certainly though because i would like to try some but i just don't have the time to do it yeah i'm in the same boat i mean i love it i think it's cool i did it for the first few months and then i bowed out because i was like i i I know i don't know if they've increased subscribers on that but i know there was only like 500 or something like that at the beginning right you're taking i would want to take a spot if i was doing that yeah exactly that's what i said i "I don't want to take a spot because i can't fully commit to it just because of time and other stuff, but I love it. It's not because I don't like it. Like, and I even told Abe and Alex, I was like, I love it. I think it's great. I didn't want to take up a slot from someone else because uh, I can't be fully committed to it yeah. right now. And I think yeah. that other people should obviously should have the opportunity yeah. to do that. But it, I still right. think it's great and it's awesome. I think it's great. And get and what other thing it gets everyone involved with kind of being a part of like the evaluation process. So I think it a takes a lot of the average consumers to the next level. It, it does. I, I think I've I've heard people just really rave about it. Um, some cigars they like better than others, and that's part of that's part of what you that's part of the game. And um, so I think, like I said, I think there's homes for these types of limiteds. I know people have always said I'm the anti-limited guy. Um, Anti-Lancero. Anti-Lancero. I've got ATL limited Lancero. By the way, by the way, did you see that Dave Garofalo released a Lancero? Mm, I did. I was shocked. I Is was he... shocked. You, like, like, how did the, who talked him into it? You know, I, I don't know much about Ed, Ed, that. Did Ed and Barry talk him into it? I mean, yeah, I was shocked. I'm going to have to ask Barry about it. Yeah, I have, I saw it out. I saw Barry put a review out. Uh, I got to catch it. I think they must have announced it on their anniversary party show last week. Mm-hmm. So I got to find out what the deal is. But, uh, I think it's a 12-count uh, box. Yeah. 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 It's um, cool. I like Lanceros, yeah. too. I got to get some of those. Um. Yeah, you're right. It was. I was like, wow. I'm like, I saw. I go, wait, is that Lancero? And I was like, Dave did a Lancero. Yeah. Like, is everybody yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, as I know, he's another one who's who's you know he's been a little critical of Lanceros and. Yeah, but I think he gets. I think he gets binged on all the time because they don't sell. But I think he, and I don't want to put words in that. I think he's like me that some of these Lanceros just don't perform. Yeah, no, that's I mean, true. And you yeah. know what? I mean, we, and he we, is, and we and talked he, a lot about that. Yeah. And he's a big retailer, and he sees what sells and what doesn't. So obviously, like, you know, 
when it comes to the business side of it, like I, I take his opinion on Lanceros, you know, much heavier because, yeah. like he he knows like, he, he he's yeah. buying them and trying to sell them. He, people walking into the store, they're going on the website, like he knows what they're selling, well, how they're what selling, what movie. people are buying. So like if he's like, yeah, I, I don't like carrying them and they don't sell, or blah, 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 like, or a lot of them underperform, which in turn, people don't buy them. Um, yeah, obviously that's true. There's a lot of good Lanceros and there's a lot of bad Lanceros. Yeah. Dave made a brilliant move, though, branding that as a Cigar Authority cigar. Because you, what are you doing? You're capturing, your, you're aiming it at your Cigar Authority audience, who is sure. probably more passionate about Lanceros than probably the guys walking into his store. So I think that was a smart channel he did. Maybe I'm sure he found a really good Lancero. They developed a really good Lancero, and he found a channel that he could sell this on. Yeah, if you're um, going to do so a Lancero, you're right. It's like making it sure you have makes a lot of it, it makes a lot yeah. of sense to do that, yeah. Which I don't think – have they ever done – I don't even know this. Do you know if they've ever done a Cigar Authority cigar before? I don't think they did. Carney might know, actually, too. If yeah, I don't think here. they have branded one ever as one. I mean, I think they've done some stuff that you could get through two guys, and they promoted it, but I don't think they've ever branded anything a Cigar Authority. A, I think there's like a – I mean, there's Dos Ombres, which is their but that's brand. Two, that's more – that's actually United now. It's like It was a two-guys brand that went to United. But I, I think there's a Lancero in Dos Hombres. Because they make a lot of different stuff in Dos Hombres. But, um, yeah, there's an a I mean, Atabay's got the Lancero. Well, Atabay has the Spirit, like Nicole Smoke and the Spiritus, which is fantastic. You know what I'd love to see? Because the, the Atabay <laughs> Lancero is awesome. Yeah. I'd love to see. Uh, I feel like you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I think I know where you're going. I'd like to see a Byron Lancero. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Why? Well, I mean, well, because I mean, look. Well, first of all, the hands that made Atabay make Byron, so it's like, wouldn't you want to see, so, like, so, a Byron yeah, Lancero? You know that this, one's good. Uh, you, I would agree that, like, look, Nelson, um, probably, you know, he could put a work with his team to put a blend. I don't think Nelson necessarily puts the blends together, but I'm sure he can, you know, find something that would work as a Lancero blend and do it. I mean, I wasn't a fan of the Spiritus, to be honest with you, but. A lot of people love the Spiritus, so um, that's – I've always liked Atabay in the thicker sizes. That's just how it's always went with me. Mystico's so, is probably yeah, my favorite it, size. The the one in the – the one in the uh, – no, this, which one? Oh, Mystico's. Okay, Mystico's, yeah, that's a nice yeah. one. That's the uh, that's a, that's the long one. Yeah, that's a good uh, – I'm Brujas. That's the one I like. Or Brujos? Is it Brujos? Brujos, I'm Brujos. sorry. Yeah, Brujos. Yeah, Brujos. That's a good one. Um, the, um, the Robusto, uh, Delirious, I forget, Delirious, I think it's Delirious, that's a good one too, um, yeah. even the, um, even the Torpedo is good, yeah, Duendes, that's a good one, yep, I like, um, a, I like a good Torpedo, I like some good Torpedoes, so, I mean, I'm just, I just think, like, I think, like, what else like could he make in a Lancero like outside of Atabay and you go to Byron and yeah. you look at the different lines? I mean, the twenty first century line, you know, the the, the black the black box. Um, yep. With the that would be interesting. Ruby. Yep. Um, Grand Poema line, nice bold cigar in a Lancero could be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Food for thought. I, mean, I like I, I actually like Byron better than Atabay, so. I just tend to like the Byrons. They're a little bolder for me. 
I love Atabe, but I think I agree. I, I like. I think gun to my head, if I only could pick one, I think I would go Byron. But I do, I I do love. I do love both of them very highly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Distant Guidos is one that I, I've I've really come to. Great love. one. That's a great one. Yeah. Grand Poema. Um, the Epic Poema is a good one too. Yep. The longer format. That one. Yeah, a good and one I too. love the branding. I love the whole packaging on that line too. Yeah, you know, they do a good job. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's 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 again, it's and it's like Davidoff or any of the other ones. You know, it's the cigars are good. The pack, the whole the whole package is good. You know what yeah. I mean? The cigars, the marketing, the boxes, yeah. the the, the disp- yeah. display. Yeah. It's a, yeah. all together. If you looked at Altidus and Davidoff, you could probably count the number of Lanceros they release in one hand. Yeah, serious, and it's a serious thing. Yeah, they don't make a lot of them. So, you know, they don't. I mean, they do a lot of um, – the one thing I, I do like, you know, in, in the Monte Cristo brand uh, is they do a lot of stuff with AJ. Everything yeah. they've done with AJ, I've always Although loved Although I'll those. tell you that Epic they did this year was fantastic, and that wasn't with AJ. The Epic uh, the Epic 12. Yeah. The blue box? I uh, The blue box, yeah. yeah that's – yeah. That could be uh, a cigar that's going to make some waves at the end of the year on my list. Whoa. Uh, you heard it here first. Well, I think coop, I said, coop, if, coop if you follow Cigar Coop, if you go to Cigar Coop and look at the scores, you'll know how the initial rankings will go going into the finals. So there's right. no surprises. Well, it's still early in the year is what I mean. So, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of yeah. cigars that, you know, there's a lot that could change. But, yeah, no, I mean, this early in the game, yeah, that's that's a pretty bold statement, yep. I would say. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, it was it was a good cigar. Um, you know, last year we had, I think we both had higher, somewhat high on our list, was um, 1935th anniversary. It was uh, 12 on my list. Yeah. Which 12 was a very good ranking, by the way. It was in my top at 10. A, I think it yeah. was 8, 7, yep. something like that. They had a good year. Altus had some very good years. Over the, I mean, I'm just really impressed with what they've been coming out with. They have. They've done a great job in in years in in recent years. And Ra- Raphael and that team have made Monte Cristo exciting. They yeah. have. It's uh, you look forward to a Monte Cristo now coming out. Um, so it's it's good to see that. It's really become one of my favorite brands. Yeah. Um. When new stuff comes out, I get excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. A, I can't wait for the next Monte Cristo. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's something that. Bear and I, we were like one of the first people to smoke um, on the air, Raphael, those 1935s, and we were like wowed by it. Right. Uh, so very, very good cigar. Jay Davis, the new Heritage Upman is very good. Loved the Corona. Toro was solid too. I think a little spoiler, we may be smoking that in the next Smoking Syndicate, Jay. Oh, nice. Just, you know, I think we, we were voting on that one. I think that's what it's going to be. Alan Rubin just finished a Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary in Nicaragua. I am now smoking a Trinidad Spiritu Siri number one. <clears throat> Trinidad is another good. brand that they've been really. They um, did a nice job resurrecting it. I, yeah. They haven't been my favorite cigars, but that's not. That's just a personal preference. I like what they've done with the brand. I, I, I think Trinidad is a brand that should be getting. It's a good brand. I like the branding. So I can't like I like every cigar, but but uh. A lot of people have liked those cigars, so that's what's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I'm seeing more and more of it. I don't you don't see it as much as Monte Cristo. I think right now Monte Cristo is really their crown jewel. It it is. I mean, I think H. Upman probably is the other one. Yeah. Uh, and Romeo. I think those three are obviously the ones. And Alan could probably tell you, you know, a lot. But, you know, they, Romeo got a, Romeo, the Reserva Real Nicaragua, fantastic cigar. Um, you know, obviously the H. Upman 175, another great cigar. Um, so, I mean, they've done some really – I love the Hispaniola that they did with the Andulio. That doesn't get a lot of attention, but it was a really good cigar too. So I think, like I said, I think Altus, they're, they're doing a great job. The products, I look forward to what Altus comes out with. I get excited when I hear about a new Altus release. Me too. More and more. Yeah, I do. And I, I think it's great. To, you know, and that's, that's the unfortunate thing is you won't, have a, you won't have a brand like Monte Cristo there or Giga Pravada at the show or Davidoff, you know, um, uh, you know, Macanudo. You know, these iconic brands – they're, they're going to be missing from the trade show, unfortunately. Um, it, it is disappointing. But I get more excited about that than someone who's coming out with uh, a limited edition with a uh, in craft paper bundles. <laughs> so I just, you know, I just, to me, I'm, I, I, I can't wait to see what Monte Cristo does. I want to know about the blend. I want to know about the packaging. I want to see the banding. You know, I'm not really interested in an unbanded cigar in a paper bundle from someone. That doesn't excite me. You know, um, so... Yeah, I know how you feel about the craft paper bundles. Yeah, but but in all reality, is is there a craft paper bundle cigar uh, to get excited about? Maybe the TAA cigar by by uh, Mike Herkowitz with Timeless. Well, of course, you smoked over five hundred of them. You get them for free. <laughs> 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 no, he pays for cigars. I'm kidding him on that. He really, Alan. I'm telling you, Alan goes to shops and he pays for cigars and and and. No, he's he is actually a very good customer on that. I ha but I had to get that in Alan, yeah. That was like the time, and and Carney loves bringing this up too. There was one time I went into a store, and I had a couple of bundles of Andalusian Bull waiting for me, and I bought them. I ripped one open, and I gave him like a couple of them. And it and someone was like, oh, because I think someone made the comment one time, or something. It was around that time we were on the show together. And someone says something, and, and Carney was like, and by the way, he's like, I don't give him Andalusian bulls. He buys them. And he buys them and gives them to me. <laughs> I don't even have them. It's true. It's a true story. <laughs> I buy them and give I, them to him. <laughs> when I was down in uh, the Dominican with John, I had smoked um, the Jack Schwartz version of the Andalusian bull, the Toro. Yes. That they did. Yes, to me it's a better cigar than the, than than the, than the, the standard solid. That's size. one where yeah. man, I wish they would produce that one, uh, because that is uh, that blend is amazing in the Toro. It really, I had an opportunity to smoke one of them. So, um, and I, I regret I didn't order them from Jack Schwartz when I did when I had the opportunity because they sold out. Yeah, I um, it was one that I was I was looking at getting. They sold out. I think they got a second batch. By that time, I forgot about it. Oh, when they get in a batch, I'm 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 in. I'm I'm all in on that one. Let me tell you, because uh, that I just think, uh, I just like the size better. Uh, I just thought, wow, I said that just that really elevated the blend. I thought. Do you think that it 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 it, it performed better because, you know, the rules, 
the shape's more consistent. You think you think it burned better. Uh, you know the the standard bull, you know, starts off real fat, then it tapers down. Yeah, I mean, it, I think you know the, the Toro was a little more low, lower maintenance, certainly. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was my experience that, that that cigar performed better in the second half. That Toro, mm -hmm. to me, it just every time that Toro just seemed to, and that's not taking anything away from the the you know the original, you know. But I think that performed extremely well in that Toro size. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's another one that if they, if they come back around, I, I have like to that get was a those. shop exclusive. That like w that's one I'm getting. Like when it, if it comes back out again, I'm there. Uh, I'm getting it. Um, and there's not a lot of those shop exclusives I'll do that for. But that one was I happened to be gifted one, and I was incredibly impressed with it. You know what shop exclusive? Um, I actually finally tried this uh, last with 2021. Um, that I got, and I was like, it's a good cigar, but I didn't love it. It was the Pancetta. The Liga. I agree. I agree with you on that. It's a good cigar. It's a quality it's cigar. A, it's a guy. You know what? It's, it's not my favorite Liga, but it's still a good cigar. But yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I guess it. I, I think I, it got I an 89 on Coop. It wasn't like, it didn't light me on fire, but it wasn't a, a dog rocket. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bad cigar at all. I think I just my ex <laughs> I think I had different expectations for it, or my expectations weren't yeah, yeah. where they should have been. Yeah, but I smoked and I was like, this isn't what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, so you know I complain all the time that no one reads shop exclusive coverage on Coop. I, I've been saying that hey, it's some of the oh, lowest rated stuff. I know. Well, I have one that's been a monster this year. Which one? Um, and it's the it's the smoke in twenty fifth. That thing is like, that's gonna Raji. actually be one of the, the Raji. That one, uh, it, and it's getting it. Look, it's not like it got a lot of hits. I did have the early lead on that story, right? But it's not like that. That one has I had the early lead. Sustainable reading every day of that one. People, it's I'm seeing people search for it. It's coming up. It's 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 doing some numbers that this is like. You know, obviously, they they've marketed this between Drew Estate and Smoke In very well. So, uh, but yeah, that's one that's I, I, the numbers are astronomical on it. I, I'm I'm blown away. It's, I it's think gonna that's be, gonna be it's huge. gonna be in the top hundred. I think for sure by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's it's not gonna be as big as like if there's a new Liga Pravada coming out. But it, it's still, you know, or a new gonna, Undercrown. It, it it will still perform very well. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Undercrown Ten is probably the most read review I've had that I've done in twenty. It was the review count last year. But it's probably the most read review this year, um, and I think a lot of it had to do with the the end of the year ratings, um, for sure. Where people that review is getting traffic every day, so I look at that, and that's uh, you know it's going to probably be one of my start hitting the upper echelon of, of you know a couple of years if it sustains that of being some of the most read reviews um, out there. Yeah, the, no, mo absolutely. the most read review I ever have is AJ Fernandez New World, so. I mean, I, I, we, we've talked about Underground Ten. It was one of those cigars that it was good. It had a lot of hype. It won a lot of, but I think even after, it just it has continued to. Oh, Robusta size is is the one now I'm into. I gotta review that size. Oh, really? For yeah, me, I it's the Toro. The Love the Toro. The to have you touched the Robusta yet? I don't think I've had the Robusta. I've had the. Uh, uh yeah, you have to give Corona. The, you have to I've had the Corona was good. 
Uh, the Toro is my favorite, and I don't I don't think I've had the Robusto. I think I have I've some. The, I've had the Lonsdale, and I've had the Twenty, which is the event one, uh, the Bellicosa. But uh, to me, the Robusto is the one that's that's does the job for me. I think I have some. I'll have to I'll have to I'll have to smoke a couple of those and, and get back to you on yeah. that one. Um, we are officially. I think we're in the longest. Yeah, we're, we've no gone show. a long time. Yeah, we, we've we've gone pretty far here. We're at over two hours and twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's um, fine. We just did the longest jukebox show too today. <laughs> uh, but I have two weeks off of no shows, <laughs> so yeah. we have a pre-recorded jukebox Monday, and then I have two weeks off where I can really kind of not do shows, but there'll be content on Coop. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, so we we got our money's worth with it tonight. Yeah. Um, yep. but before you know, before I start to to wind the show down. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to uh, to hit before we before we signed up? No, out? I think the event topic will hit another time. We'll save that for another show. Yeah, uh, I think we covered a lot do. tonight. Yeah, we covered a lot tonight. Yeah. Um. So I think we'll end it with that. The, well, actually, the last thing I'll do is once again I remind everybody that the Smoking Tobacco Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser is still active. We are almost thirty days uh, to the end. Uh, we're uh, almost what were we? Two weeks? Three weeks in? Two weeks in? I think we're two weeks in. Uh, we're, we'll be two weeks in on Monday. Uh, so don't forget to head over there and get your raffle tickets. There's new prizes being added all the time. Uh, we just added the Drew Estate Underground 10 Humidor that will come with a pack of Underground 10 Toros, which was our cigar of the year, as well as an exclusive art piece from Subculture Studios, courtesy of our friends over at Drew Estate. We want to thank them very much and everyone who had donated prizes uh, for this raffle. We are currently uh, we're over four thousand we're, we're almost forty five hundred dollars already in the first two weeks so um don't forget to go over there donate it's for a great cause get your raffle tickets you might win some awesome stuff there's tons of arturo fuente products in there there's 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 uh there's five chances to win um one of the pjs the the rare unobtainable uh opus x pj uh as well as opus x arturo fuente samplers uh stuff from uh, Diamond Crown, La Flor Dominicana, signed box of Andalusian Bulls by Lito Gomez, as, as well as a blend your own cigar experience. That was cool. That was cool. I saw that one. Which is really awesome. There's uh, Evan Darnell donated um, a Red Meat Lovers Club dinner. Um, there's uh, some stuff from McAuliffe. There is um, a box of Room 101 cigars. There's stuff from Tatuaje. Uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. Um, and like I said, and, and things keep getting added. Uh, things get added all the time, and, and it's what happened last year, and I'm sure there's still going to be stuff. Jay Davis was very generous with his uh, – he donated a Daniel Marshall um, 30 – is it the 38th anniversary set, um, which is amazing. Uh, if you've ever wanted to smoke one of the, the, um, the gold Daniel Marshall cigars – um, yeah. that that's in there too, uh, so in, in as well as the Daniel Marshall humidor, uh, and a chance to smoke with Daniel Marshall in the virtual campfire. Uh, so there, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, that's a cool thing. I, I had Daniel on the show. He's one of our best shows we ever did. Yeah, guy's awesome guy. Yeah. So don't forget to head over there. I will. Um, I'll post the link. I'll post the link up too. Um, it's uh it, it, it again we, we really appreciate everybody um who has uh, already donated uh, bought raffle tickets 
uh, donating prizes. It's it's such a great cause, you know. Uh, we we really appreciate it. So thank you guys, and don't forget to go over there. Let's break. Let's 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 bust this thing open. We're we're almost we're we're getting kind of close to the seven thousand dollars we raised last year. Uh, let, let's blow that out of the water. Let's hit at least ten. That would be awesome. If we can hit you know we can hit ten. That'd be sweet. Uh, I'd love to do that. Uh, I just posted the link in the uh, in the comments for those listening. I will post yep. the link in the description um, on YouTube and. Um, on the podcast apps, you'll, you'll find that in there. You guys get to as well as at smokingtobacco.com. If you head over to www.smokingtobacco.com, uh, you can find a link all over that webpage as well. Um, it's in the banner. It's on the homepage. It's everywhere. So don't forget to head over there and check that Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Uh, it's awesome. Oh, and as well, I forgot, as well as a donation by William Cooper. Cooper put yes. something in there. Uh, yep. If you wanted to try one of the um, – Coop, remind everyone what you put in there because you, you know it better than I do off the top of my head. Yeah, so I put in um, the, the Opus X TGS uh, cigar from 2021. So there's five of them in that in that pack. Uh, so you'll you'll get five of those. Um, you're going to get uh, three of the Rocky Patel Winter Collection 2020s, my cigar of the year, yep. in um, 20... Uh, 2021 <laughs> uh the 2020 cigar of the year the american is also in there um i threw in one of my cigar of the decades which is a la roras uh edition especial which um the uh I, I was actually low on those so i didn't have uh i only have a couple of those so um i could like i, I always stock up on those so you know next year for sure um there will you know when i do it you know if i have more i'll put it in there uh, there is an Espinosa Seis Provincias, uh, Las Vias in there. So, you know, that's something that's really cool, uh, to get. There's a Cigar Coupe mouse pad, uh, which are very, um, limited, you know, they're kind of limited out there, um, in terms, in terms of those. So, um, I'm just looking at, I, I think look all at Cigar Coupe swag is pretty hard to find. Yeah, I don't do, I don't sell it or anything like that, so. I get Cigar uh, Coupe magnets on my refrigerator. Well, I know you do, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you have those. Um, I'm gonna. Be specific. I know there's one other thing I put in there that that uh, I'm forgetting. Uh, but I think for the most part, um, that's you know it's a pretty. Hopefully, it's a pretty good. Pa oh, um, there are two EP Carrillo encores. I'm uh, not encores. Pledges. Uh, the 19, the uh, 2020 cigar aficionado cigar of the year. So uh, you get, you know, there's some good stuff in there that you'll get. Yeah, like I said, there's some great prizes. Um, there's some really cool stuff. There's stuff from my collection too. I put some opus yep, in yeah, there. I, 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 yep, I, I saw it. I'm probably gonna put some some more stuff from my collection in there too, as time goes on. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. Um, but again, link is posted in description comments. It's there. Uh, so don't forget to go and check that out. Um, actually, let me post it in the, uh, I gotta post this in the YouTube comments as well. Yep. Um, but, uh, with that, that's going to be our spare notes for this week. Um, thank you for everyone for listening, watching. Yep. Don't forget to yep. like and subscribe. William Cooper, thank you once again for being here. With thank me. you as well. Yep. It was a great show. Probably one of yep. our best, if not the best so far. It was a fun show. Very fun show. Yep. Very fun show. Um, Coop took a lot of jabs tonight, and it was very fun to watch. Actually, I'm used to it. Yeah, it's, it's part of the deal. <laughs> Coop abuse. It, it was only from Alan, so that's that's. A, 
yeah. <laughs> Either way, we welcome it. You know, uh, Alan, make sure you come back for more. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for watching and listening, and we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks. Yep. Take care, everybody. Take care. Okay.